Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today and for the for the whole entire day I've literally just been researching my suspect <laughs> I've been doing nothing else the opposite of what JJ and I have done that's a lie that is an that is an absolute lie because I've done loads of fucking research go on then well yeah you boys are locked down in ya I forgot of course One of the ancestors like that. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Not Another Conspiracy Podcast with Mr. Dean Sorter in Michigan. Uh, all right. Drink, Hello. Drink, drinking regular Coke Zero there with no That's booze it. in it. No, no booze, no sugar. And you're Mr. Pink T shirt and crazy lights. George, Crazy, like, look at that J. J. Jackson. J. J. Jackson. I need, that, I need the crowd cheering on a soundboard, man. I need that. Why don't I? Why don't I do it, dude? Lovely background. Love it. I, I like that. Almost every single episode, there's something different. Like sat in the background, like a tiny little Easter egg or something like that that you need to keep an eye out for. Oh, I still can't work out my left and right either. I'm just like, yeah, it's over there. Oh no, it's there. <laughs> Just you wait till the Easter episode. I'm gonna have so many Easter eggs. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, and it's Southend on Sea. Oh sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Southend. We have, we're just getting straight to it. Forget, forget the Southend on Sea. The werewolf himself, Mr. Ben Mills. Sorry, we're simulating blowjobs there, moment, listeners. Moment. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna say, yeah, you've either got yourself um, in into. Uh, into the mood by cutting in a really uh, Jack the Rippery looking moustache or that, it's purely Movember. 
that's what I was going for, actually. It was a Jack the Ripper, something to do. But, you know, people um, would get more weirded out by going, well, I'm doing an episode on the suspects of Jack the Ripper. So I thought I'd shave a moustache to represent the fact that most of the eyewitnesses saw a man with a moustache. Moustache, I thought I'd just yes. say I was doing Movember because then yeah. it was a lot oh, wow. less weird. Mm. I've just yeah. decided not to shave. but then I wasn't going to, but then my beer was really annoying me. Yeah, I need to have a little bit of a, a, a I don't know, a bit of it's a cultivation bit. at the at the bottom. Oh, no, I trim that like almost every morning I try to. Yeah. Oh, Ben's like simulating around his mouth. But <laughs> mine, I, mine, I haven't shaved because of like the nasal surgery that I had, like yeah. pressing down on any skin. It was just pure and utter pain. But at the same time, you shouldn't shave really because real men don't shave. Um, but I have to say for yeah, everybody who's listening, everyone who's listening at home and uh, is either blind or not watching on YouTube, Ben looks very handsome with a moustache. Ooh, uh, if he was to go around and murder loads of prostitutes, I wouldn't think it was him. He'd get away with of, it if you ask me. It's the facial hair of a serial killer, for sure. It is. Yes. It is. Or a sex offender. Or a child molester. Yeah. If I was a... If I was a police constable back in those days, I'd be like, that's a, a fine looking the, chap. I wouldn't the, suspect a thing. It's the Tosh from the bill. <laughs> do you know what? That, that you is look a um, reference. Oh, man. This is a T British TV show from like the early 90s of, yes, JJ simulating the feet walking away from the camera. Oh, the two, the man. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the wrong way. Stop That's the... it. Right. Listeners, <laughs> watchers, pause the podcast, go to your YouTube app and search The Bill, UK Intro. TV, yeah. and watch the theme music. Then come back. And then you'll understand. Now you understand. Yep. Um, now you understand. Also, Russell Brand was in The Bill. He was in The Bill. And yeah. you all know, everyone around the world knows who Russell Brand is. Yeah. yeah, very fun. And, and guess Russell... where? Guess what? Russell was Brand he a drug addict? Fucking Essex. Of course, he yeah. Was he a drug addict in it as well? Um, he, he got. A, he, he was in a prison cell for like shoplifting, I think. And then yeah. he he talks about it on his TV show Ponderland. Yes, you can just hear a guy going in the background, an Irish guy just going, "Where's my watch?" <laughs> just so random. He's oh, like, man. "If you just listen up right there, you can hear a guy trying to take my limelight," and he's just like. Where's my watch? <laughs> was he throwing around brandisms even back then? Just like yeah. salad everywhere in the prison cell. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. He's just like, he puts his head through the little door and he's just like, hello, mate. Don't know if I could like put possibly trouble you for a phone call. And then you just hear a guy going, where's my watch? I'm gonna have to check that out at some Guys, point. Yeah, and it's so good. Definitely check out Ponderland. It's Russell Brand's well, like, best I, work. I was thinking. Work, I was thinking that Ben and looked like really good as well. I I was thinking Ben looked like di um detective inspector detective inspector Derek Grimm from the Finn Blue Line. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. guy, I, I see fucking it. Brilliant. You see it, don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> we we already discussed Dane that he looks like Tom Belong in the first date music video. Oh, well, he does. Yeah. Yes. See, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most acceptable child molester in punk. <laughs> uh, there's a notification there that Tom Belong is not a child molester. <laughs> well, not not yeah. not a known oh, child molester. I love him. I love him. I swear. Unlike I swear. many singer guitarists in bands, <laughs> isn't a child molester. Steve Klein, <laughs> Newfound Glory. Ian Watkins. Both men didn't have moustaches, so there you go. Moustache don't make us the paedophile. No, I, I used to get told I looked like Ian Watkins when I was younger. Ben remembers uh, that. I, I but my passport, <laughs> I actually look like the mugshot. Grim, grim, yeah. Pretty, Got a little cut in your eyebrow. <laughs> Mega lols. Oh, what brilliant! Dark, oh man, what a dark dark. <sighs> and if you don't know, Lost Prophets were a new metal band. Yeah, you'd have said that. Yeah, new, new metal, metal band who, from the UK, from Wales. For um, anybody who's very, just very been listening popular. on Twitch or Instagram, Ben did not sing with the Lost Prophets. He sang with I every other famous with, band. I did tour with Lost Prophets, <laughs> <laughs> and I never saw Ian ever. Around children, or you just never saw him? Never saw him. Never saw him off stage. Ah, uh, it's probably because he was with kids. With kids, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. That's what Fern Con said as well. She said she went on tour with him for like seven months, and she said, like, I never saw anything happen, but I was only with him for two hours a day. I was like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more hours in the day than two. Yeah, there's yeah, there's another 22 hours. of them. <laughs> 22 more hours. And there's probably oh, 22 my. more children. 22 yes. year olds. <laughs> <laughs> All their venues that they were playing at were near a secondary school or a primary school, like or, or even or a nursery. nursery. Yeah, yeah, gross. As a parent, I think that's disgusting, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure as non-parents and just normal human beings, you also think he's disgusting. Yes, yes, and apparently we're still I in prison. What with kids in prison? Yeah, apparently he's um he's. So he's got access to all sorts of shit in prison, apparently. He's, he's just got uh, an extended sentence. That's it. Really? Uh, for, the, for the mobile phone, wasn't it? Yeah, he had a mobile yeah. phone and he was coercing another woman who's obviously never heard of him. Yeah. They're like, hey. Are you, you look a lot different to what right, you used love. to look like. You're, I, you're like 20 you stone heavier. You may not <laughs> yeah. have heard of me, but I, I was in a band called Lost Prophet. Send us a picture of the kid's kid. Tits, will you? <laughs> Wait, are you, man? Why are you, man? No bother. No bother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're I'm not... not. I'm not a, an undead and Jordy. No. <laughs> D, D was implying that the victim was a Jordy. Oh, I'm okay. guessing. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't see you. I can't see you. I can't I'm see you, man. I'm blind, man. Uh, to reference another obscure TV show from Britain, Biker Grove. Uh, anyway, speaking of obscure things that happened in Britain, oh, sorry, we yeah. are talking about the suspects for the Jack the Ripper murders that we discussed. Episode, on the last episode. two. Part two. Episode 12. Oh, sorry. Yes. Part episode two. 12, episode 12. Jack the Ripper part two. Uh, yeah. So last week, or whenever we put this out, which will be last week, actually. We will actually have one a week later 
Last wow. week we discussed. <laughs> and this has been the most difficult time to get together. Like Also, we've alluded to Welsh paedophiles for more of this episode than we have the actual episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> you can kiss YouTube demonetization goodbye before it even got there. Yeah. Uh, God, we're not monetized because this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, this we, is moving, moving swiftly away from child molesters from Wheels, we're going to talk about some of the suspects that might have been involved with the Jack Ripper murders. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is a bottom episode now where Eddie and Richie start going, Hello, Plain Doc Windmill. Bastards! Cannibal Taffio Jones! Right, we need to stop getting off of topic. I've, I know that I know that I've got American listeners and American friends that are listening to this, sorry, that are, are wondering what on fucking earth am I listening to, but I apologise for referencing. There's six English listeners. Yeah, <laughs> we've got. They've got every reference so far. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're referencing a few British TV shows, but yeah, we're going to be going through our suspects of the Jack the Ripper. Uh, well, the Jack the Ripper mystery, um, mystery throughout 1888. There are how many suspects, Ben? Like. Uh, this is just the, the, the top line. Like, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I counted fine. But actually, there's probably one, two, three, four, a lot more. Is that Ben's counting for? One 20, 20, of the big questions is how many of their names end in ski? Yes. There's about, yeah, th there's yeah. about 32 what? that uh, get thrown about a lot. There's probably more than that. There's, there's, there's more. In fact, today on Twitter, someone repl at, at replied to us yeah, yeah. trying to swing some... I didn't even read it. I was like, I've, I've not got time to kind of th to think of another... Was it a friend? No, like it's just someone just... I'll, I'll find it now, but... Someone, I was like, I haven't got time to even read this because I've got, I've got my my guy in my head. I don't want to know about anyone else right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just give us a name. Um, Sorry, just, JJ, go ahead. just a just a quick one for the for you guys. So, for anybody who didn't see last week's episode, don't know why you're watching this episode. You need to go watch that. But <laughs> yeah. if any of you guys pick the guy James Cross or no. John Cross, right? Okay. Just to get that out there, I uh, watched possibly. <clears throat> I don't Charles like talking. Cross. Was it Charles Cross? But he was actually called something else. His name yeah. wasn't Cross. Literally. Is that the? Yeah. Uh, have you picked that guy? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'll uh, I'll, le I'll leave I'll leave that I'll leave that then because I'll get back to that comment then. Yeah. I I watched possibly. I don't like talking down other people's things because. No. You know, but I watched possibly one of the worst podcasts I've ever seen, oh, and it's I just it's, podcast. it's just two random people sat on a sofa reading a reading a Wikipedia and discussing oh the Wikipedia uh, about that guy. But yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about yeah. what I'm going to talk about when you bring this guy up. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm absolutely. just like mm, yeah, right. I think, I, think that's a, I think that what makes it good though, because and it adds testament to. 
the the entire mystery of the suspects and how many suspects there are and how easy it is to throw names around when it comes to this case because i i'm i've looked at this particular person and from what the research that i've done and i've read uh, in my head i'm going of all people to me i'm got i've got alarm bells going crazy whereas you have just almost completely rebuttaled it essentially you're just like how could it be that guy no 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 that's not what i'm saying at all the, what i'm saying is the podcast that right so basically, right. basically these two girls i'm not going to talk about that part now but they're basically reading a script and they're pretending like they're like crime scene investigation they're just like you know trying to like oh well it possibly couldn't have been him because of this i'm like that's the the only research you've done. Like I don't do any oh, research, God. right? You know, I I, I, I wing shit. But they are reading a Wikipedia page, like which yeah, okay. gives you everything, and they're yeah, yeah, like yeah. breaking it down, and then they go like five sentences down and just like, oh yeah, well that makes sense then. Uh, all right, yeah, cool, cool. You know, it's got uh, that. Yeah. That's not a spoiler for your guy at all. Like, no, no, no. I, they don't. Right, good, good. I understand now. They they're basically they're just like, oh well, it could have been him. It could, and then they're like, oh well, they read this thing and they're like, oh well, yeah, it could have been. It couldn't have been. Like you didn't, you, like, you didn't need to. Yeah, you didn't need to even read it. You could have just yeah. used your shitty fucking analysis of that guy. But well, yes, I can assure you that my he's a, have been. Yeah, I, I have been very thorough with this guy because mm. I've been well, my particular guy, Charles. Uh, sorry, Charles Cross slash Lechmere. I, he, that name has stood out to me mahoosively. So I'm I, glad I, you. I'm glad you got that guy. I'm glad you yeah, picked I, that guy because their analysis was terrible. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I can do some justice there, man. So speaking of terrible, obviously <laughs> the person that I picked, the suspect. Shall I go? Shall I go now? Go for it. Start, man. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the main media picked the and the most one that I was obsessed with because it's obviously got to do with the royal family mm -hmm. and probably the hugest conspiracy of it all was the fact that it was Prince Albert. Uh, what was this? Prince Albert Victor. That's so yes, yes. He Victor. He basically, or a.k.a. Eddie, I don't know where the Eddie part came from, I'm guessing his yeah. dad was called Edward or something like that. He was the, the Queen's grandson. So he's basically like a William or an Edward for anybody in America who yeah. doesn't, doesn't, know what, doesn't know what a grandson is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he was... <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he basically had a pretty, pretty good upbringing. Obviously, his royal family. He was... Uh, Basically, a bit of a dummy, I think, from what I've read about him. People yeah, people referred to him as a bit of a dummy. They were yeah, like, he was a, he was and I mean, yeah, he. I mean, yeah. he looks like a runt as well. Like yes. he's, yeah. he looks a bit like. And they said he was very wet, and he was just like, Ugh. oh, so he's clearly related to bloody what's his face, who's best best friends with Epstein, fucking Prince uh, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew yeah, yeah but he can't sweat. Yeah, no, no don't, don't, don't malign the non-sweaters. <laughs> He can't sweat, guys. Come on. Mm. Not a nonce. <laughs> Not a nonce. So uh, he was, so he was like, um, again, like a bit of an outcast. He was kind of, I believe I'm not I'm not too sure. I believe he wasn't in line for the throne because he was the no. youngest. He was the youngest grandson of like three, maybe, I'm thinking. So he's like, Harry I'm, of our era. Yeah, exactly. So he's the Harry. Well, Harry is not in line for the front anyway, is he? Because he's definitely and he someone else's. He's illegitimate. Yeah. Ah, yes. It runs in the family. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's another episode. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> the illegitimacy of the UK royalty. royal family. Bloody. Um, yeah. So he was he was basically a bit of an outcast. And mm. so he went to university and they basically just, I think one of the things I read, I say read, I saw, was that uh, he wasn't meant for university. Somebody said to him, oh. you, are, you are not meant for higher education, basically wow. implying you're a dafty. So <laughs> he, I think he, obviously, because he's royal family, he probably just got paid off, got his degree, and then he joined the army uh, or joined the like military i guess they just give him the outfit i don't think he actually joined like all the royal family they don't actually no. do anything in the army do they? Sound is, it they just like wear a nice a, costume more of something to be like well you're, not, you're definitely not going to get a degree legitimately you might as well show your patriotism yeah like the army you're right yeah and apparently around that time when he started wearing all these nice clothes he he started looking more the part so they were like yeah, you're not the academic type. You're a bit more of an army guy. So you look, and you look great. You look pretty handsome. I've yeah. seen pictures of him. Like it's, he still doesn't look handsome. He, he looks daft. Um, it's like pistols in the snow kind of eyes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so that's like his background and stuff. And they were saying that he he kind of wore the. I think one of the things was he wore the the outfit very well. So instead of him actually being the guy like this super super army soldier, he just looked a good one. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, and the word was thrown around that he was a bit of a dandy, which I always thought a dandy was uh, a yeah, name for a hom that... like a homosexual. Yes. Which at the time in England was still illegal, so you couldn't have sex with another person of the same sex. Um, it was still uh, punishable by uh, hard labour. Firing squad. Oh, hard labour. No, no, yeah, you you had to like go to, you had to go to a workhouse, which is obviously. Not good. Not good if you're in the royal family because they're like, "Who's that dandy? Oh, he's Prince." Blah blah blah. He's got so, really, sh he's got really shit chops, isn't he? Sorry, I've just seen a picture. He, of him. he has a, he has a very, shit. a very thin kind of as if it all grew here and he just brushed it out over the years. There's no yeah, other, yeah. no other stubble. He basically no. like he's got a shit tash from like when he was 13, and he, he just grew it long enough to put into a real tash. <laughs> but if he if he brought it forward, there would be nothing else underneath it. I call it um, the, the uh, senior school facial hair. That is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the there's so many theories about this guy, and this is why I wanted to go first and get it out of the way because just as a precursor, there's so many theories that there's no real evidence around any of them. So I I'm just gonna go for the wildest one. The one of the wildest theories is that he contracted whilst in the West Indies, he contracted syphilis, which made him from a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. This is the wildest theory. I'll just get it out straight away. He contracted syphilis from a prostitute in the West Indies. The, the syphilis had worked all the way to his brain and made him go mental. And then he came back to England. Uh, I'm presuming the syphilis was still working. I don't think he just went no, mental yeah, and it was like, um, and he, he took vengeance on all the people who he believed had caused him the problem. So prostitutes or sex right, workers or right, whatever. Yeah. That's the wildest theory. That's the most simplest one. Um, and then obviously there's loads of theories that stem from that. Like I say, you guys chime in whenever, but the, yeah. there's obviously the, the all these theories entwine. So there's like, there's some people who believe he had syphilis 
and then that that wasn't the thing that made him go crazy he just decided he didn't want to have green stuff oozing out of his dick or he wanted to blame people for it so he fucking he went on mad killing spree yeah and back then syphilis was like as what coronavirus is now everyone like seemed to get it but you really didn't want to get it because in the end it was like chlamydia is now is it? Did it like kind of? It, I don't think. It, I don't think it was curable. Like it, no, it, it wasn't was, back then. Syphilis was also, like it was like warty cock. Unlike chlamydia, you should get guys. You should get yourself checked. And it's not chlamydia, chlamydia awareness month, but this is the color of chlamydia, pink. So if you if you if you ever see anyone wearing a pink ribbon, they've got chlamydia. <laughs> it's, funny, it's, it's funny as well, as uh, how it comes across as one of the or most the big C, as we call it. The big C. The, 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 the ah. yeah the yeah, I get it. yeah um it's it's funny as well how <laughs> it's funny as well how the the theory behind prince albert is tosh like it just sounds like fucking I, really loose end but yeah <laughs> but yeah it, it sufficed for hollywood in from hell well, that's, <laughs> yeah so the the thing the thing for me was I've that i did reading, i've been reading this actual book that's I love the fact that you actually bought the book. Your big comic book. Uh, because <laughs> it's good, though. The, the film doesn't do this justice. Okay. Saying. So is that what yeah. the film's based on? It's based right, on yes, yeah. It's based from... That, 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 that was what immediately drew me in, was the, the Masonic link. And the film is nowhere near as like convincing it, as that. Yeah. That, now, you're like, oh, this is the real story. Now, JJ, when it came, when it comes to oh, like, by the way, I'm referencing From Hell by the, uh, Alan Moore, the most miserable that's it, man yeah. on the planet. Um, is uh, with Prince Albert. Uh, granted, the movie obviously follows the Masonic links. Was there anything real in reality that led that connected Prince the, Albert and the Masonic links? And so the the idea of the film is, from what I believe, they don't really talk about Prince Albert that much in it. It's kind of like a shadow of the thing, yeah. but. The yeah, like the idea the, the, the idea was that he's covering up an illegitimate yeah, child, which would be heir to the throne. But yeah. that again isn't proven because it wouldn't be heir to the throne because it would the child would be like would a been, thousand year yeah, but a thousand like, year old by the time the queen sheds <laughs> her fucking skin suit. <laughs> like, so that for anybody who doesn't who hasn't seen it, like the. The concept of the film is that they find that the first murdered victim, the first co of the Conical Five, has an illegitimate child. Well, no, the, the thing is, with the film, she doesn't get she's murdered, friends, does she? She goes yeah, to a mental asylum. The prostitutes who well, witnessed the, the marriage. The lobotomy pre-postdates uh, the Jack The Ripper. movie. The era, the era. Yeah. So yes, that, it does. she wouldn't have been lobotomized. No, in the, which is, I don't think she gets lobotomized in the book, from what I imagine. But the book is based on a um, a book by Stephen Knight, like a documentary, but like a real book. <clears throat> Jack the Ripper, the final solution. Oh God, which that is choice not a great fucking... title because it was made in 1976, so it already had the, uh, the yeah. thing with the. Those guys, over yeah, there yeah, you in can. Germany, you, uh, they really love uh, that. Those ones, <laughs> Indiana Jones beat up at one time. You wouldn't want to call yeah. the book the final solution. <laughs> yeah, don't um, do that. But yeah, that book was based on testimony of a man that claimed his grandmother was the girl who married Albert in secret and then had the love child, 
Fucking hell. Annie, I Annie did Crook? not think there was any genuine... Yeah, Annie, Annie Crook. Yeah. Uh, Annie, I think Annie Crook's the daughter... Or well, the, Alice. No, Annie, Annie Crook sounds sounds Annie, right. That's the Annie Crook's the woman that was making love, love. To, the cho- to the Prince Albert, and they had their love child, which is Alice Crook, I believe. And Alice Crook is real, and Annie Crook are both real. There is, there is like birth and death records that prove that those two people existed, but there's no proof to say that Alice Crook. Yeah, is this, yeah, but which yeah. which is weird because uh, uh, technically Alice. Alice Crook, the the daughter, the granddaughter, or the the daughter of him, oh, yeah. she, in the event that she lasted eighty years, that, that would take you to like nineteen sixty. Like surely, if there was theories DNA of that, they could, they could have done DNA tests. There's a there's a really there's a, I didn't know. Yeah, that. you would you would think you would think that that would have been like something they would have checked out. Right. Yeah. Um, to be even, the, even. Did you guys hear the theory about? Um, did you so uh, I told you about that video there's a theory in there that it was Albert's gay lover that killed these prostitutes in vengeance what? of yeah so he had a tutor called he had two first names I can't remember which it was I'm sure it was Stuart Stuart Andrew or Andrew Stuart or something like that he had a right. tutor um, who he was the only person who saw potential in him when every, every, tutor, everyone it? was calling him a dummy. Yeah. So like immediately you've got that kind of, is it Connection. Stockholm syndrome kind of thing yes. where you're like, you like your, not oppressor, but you're, you know, yeah, you're being yeah. contained somewhere. You're going to, yeah. 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 So there's a theory that he, he was the guy who was trying to cover it up. So in the film, it's the Masonic link it's that tried. Stewart, the, is it? James Stewart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was okay. like I knew it was Stuart, and I knew he had two first names or two second names or whatever. Um, but yeah, there was a there's a theory that he he was the one who was doing it to kind of because apparently after Albert got syphilis, he became really reclusive and like his only thing was like he could romance women because he was a royal a royal. So right, he was yeah. like, but because of the gay con- connection uh, from the other side, he he wasn't gay. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to like be like, oh, you don't need those women. You don't need those women. He's like, yeah, but that's the only thing I've got now. And he was like trying to prove a point by killing all these prostitutes. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's another wild theory. Again, no proof. Um, Just literally main, finger the, pointing and the stuff. Main, yeah. The main thing that stops Albert being the Ripper was the fact that he was nowhere near London at the time of the murders. Yeah, so that's the big evidence that he like, was. What, how did how does that just get missed? Like, but where was where was he? Where was he? That's the main, the main conspiracy is that it was a, a royal cover up that Albert wasn't the Ripper. That they were covering up the illegitimate child and the wedding. Yeah, yeah. The the, 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 the from hell portrays yeah. the movie. Yes, yes. So they they were saying that a lot the, of the, the final solution the book. The final solution, um, Jack the Ripper. The final solution by Stephen Knight gets Just that. It was it basically Albert incidentally making him the legitimate heir to the throne. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that? So they in the film they were obviously making links with like um, they kept talking about Masonic ritual in uh, the way that these because there was a lot of referencing of throwing the lungs over the shoulders, which I, I think yes. comes from like Nordic. Nordic rituals and stuff like that. It's all to do with 
like freeing the inner soul by opening up as much as possible. I know that like in Vikings and stuff, they like bring up the wings and shit. Don't Is they, that but... from Wayne's world? Is that what's his name from Wayne's world where he's uh, Garth sitting there stabbing the donuts and the chef? Oh, yeah. Did you hear in Viking times that when they, um, when they'd kill a man in the heat of battle, it's, it's, snow, it's Indians. It's, it's, it's in, yeah, in, in yeah. escaping from his body. Like, yeah. Fuck. If you kill a man in a heat of passion, it's That's murder. It. Hello. <laughs> It's Al uh, Bundy. It's yeah. Al Bundy yeah, from Two Point yeah, Four Children, essentially, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think so. In the in the film, they talk about how it was because they don't really reference the royal connection, do they? But they no, they, just, they, they, they kind just, of say it's Masonic. Yeah, it's um, they, the they introduce it, and it's like okay, forget about that. It's a crazy thing, but hey, royal family, no one likes them. They briefly talk about it because at the beginning, it shows you the guy with the mustache who was meant to be Albert with yep. the woman, and then her having the child, and then her taking away and like lobotomizing her. Yeah. Um, or like thirteen and millimeter and screwing Mary her in the head. Mary Kelly doesn't really die, and she goes away to Ireland with the kid. But jo Johnny Depp. He's too scared to go and meet her because he don't want her to die. No, because he knows there's no heroin in Ireland. That's yeah, why he stays. Can't do that, Mister Coltrane. Yeah, he just yeah, he's like he, yeah. That film. But there Alan were pennies. Moore, Alan Moore absolutely <laughs> despises that film. He does. Yeah, he thinks it's, it was atrocious. But it's not a great film, is it? It's oh no, it's shit. a very five out of ten Netflix yeah. watch when I'm incredibly bored mm. sort of movie. There's a lot of better films out there than that film. Yeah. But so there's in, there's just there's just one brief one more thing that is like links Albert to the to and I'm not this links Albert to another person I want to talk about but I'm, I want you guys to do the, your ones and then we can talk about the the elephant in the room. Um, mm -hmm. Albert apparently so that area of London at the time Whitechapel was like <laughs> quite frequented by uh Aristotle uh, uh no like Aristos Aristot Aristocratics Aristocratics and Royals Aristocracy and yeah, apparently yeah. there was um a gay brothel or like a rent boy place I guess okay. and there's there's um a documentation from a a young paper seller right and he's he's found with like 13 shillings in his pocket and they say like, and it, they they weren't meant to carry money uh, apart from the money that they earned from selling papers or whatever. Right, yes, and that was a lot and, for a kid, wasn't it? And some, yeah, thirteen yeah. shillings, like you know, must must be like fifty p or like five five Freddos. We just watched Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory uh, today five with the kids, and yeah, he only got a dollar for like, well, like a week's work. So. Five hundred papers, yeah. yeah. And and all of so, his grandparents slept in one bed. Yeah, <laughs> and that was. Do you know that film was shot in Munich? I yeah, never noticed until today. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen it since I was seven. Until <laughs> so, what was the significance um, about this brothel anyway. and the paper seller? So the the paper seller had said that he was basically um, he'd had sex with three uh, high high class gentlemen, and oh, right. Basically, he wouldn't say who they were because he was worried that of the um, the consequences. Yeah, yeah. 
so they contact, they eventually got hold of the guy who was running the brothel, which was also a high class gentleman. And obviously to get himself out of bother, he wrote down initials on a piece of paper, which were P A V and he handed oh. them to the police guy. And apparently that actual document is still um, in, existence in existence. Yeah. So that is the that is the connection from the, the from that. But it later was found that the child had admitted that it was Prince Albert, or what he believed was Prince Albert, Victor. Whoa! Um, but this links in with the gentleman who we're going to speak about, which I think I, I'll let you guys go because I'm just worried in case one of you guys is, even though I know one of you hasn't. But um, yeah, so th- the, basically they were saying that. Obviously, if the concept is that he is a homosexual covering up something, but then people are saying he isn't, you know, they're saying he's had a child with somebody. doesn't mean that he's not gay. It just means that he's had a child with somebody and, like, you know, decided he was gay or he was gay before that or whatever. Mm. Maybe he was just testing the water with his sexuality or whatever. But, um, yeah, so there's a few people saying that he did frequent the gay areas. And the theory that he despised women because there was a lot of, a lot of a lot of people believe that the the murders themselves were really, really against the female figure, i.e., oh, yeah. like remove removing fucking uteruses and stuff. And yeah. they believe like, but then it's one of them. If he caught syphilis from a prostitute, would he just turn gay? You know, would it make him go mental? But again, there's no proof. Like Ben said it proves immediately that he wasn't in the country, but we all know how easy it is for the Royal family just to go, Oh, Prince, Prince Albert's not here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like for instance, like Eugenie is living with uh, Prince Andrew at the moment. And uh, Eugenie, she's living with Prince Andrew, but she's just got married. Yeah. She's just been married, but she's back at the, uh, at the, the home with dads and mum. Yeah, which but is the Pizza oof. Express is on Deliveroo where they live. So ah, uh, that, yeah, that does sense. make sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I apart from that, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know any more stuff about it because again, there is no proof. Like a lot of these, a lot of these. Unless mm. you're reading the final solution. Uh, oh, fucking hell. We're definitely never getting monetized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, I, what? What does it? What is this inside joke? Right. I don't get it. Well, not an inside joke, but the, the, oh, do we not talk about? It? <laughs> no, like World War Two, the final I, solution. I've I've never. Yeah, I'm guessing it's something to do with the. Oh, yeah, the Holocaust, the man. The yeah. yeah. The All right. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that's what it was called. It was. Yeah. It, that was. That was what the 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 operation like was called. Or yeah. it was if all else fails, this will be the final solution. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We but don't want to go there book though. So. Was written in 1976. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it's fucking but tender area. We always <laughs> and, and I've said this. I've said this from episode one that if you delve deep enough into a conspiracy it will come back to the jews somewhat some way or another but like the 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 whole thing going through with these victims uh these suspects a lot of suspects were put forward because they were either of eastern european descent or Or, they were immigrants from eastern europe or they were jewish yep it's it was a lot of the victims were put forward because of because they were jewish prejudices yeah massively yeah it's the same now as if, like, you're like, oh, yeah, you can't. Like, in England, 
Especially you're like, oh, it's probably the Somalians or it's probably the Yeah, yeah, there's just Eastern something block. that you would expect them to throw around. And back then, when, when absolutely. you know for a fact that it's probably John Smith from yeah. the fucking Kurzel estate who's <laughs> been but, signing on for 13 years, but he's also drives an Audi A4 that he gets from selling weed. <laughs> All you've, right. all you've, all you need to look blame, at. Blame an immigrant and move along. All you need to look at are the police drawings of oh. the um, suspects. George, of, well, me, it's me. Yeah. I've got a big nose and a mustache. Like you, you just need to look at some of the pictures, and you'll be like, okay, that's of a typical white guy. All right, there's another white guy. Bloody hell! That's the 1800s depiction of a like a, a minority it, of some form. It's it's that. Have it's you seen horrendous Borat when Borat enters the the synagogue. <laughs> it, it, it all the drawings of Jack the Ripper are of Borat dressed pretending to be Jewish. Or it's the running of the Jew, like that that scene with the big mask yeah. that. And that's like their depictions. It's like, so, oh, who's this? Oh, so this is this is Kuzminski. Oh, bloody yeah. oh, we are. There's his I, nose. Like, I it's just Jesus Christ. All of us, or, well, none of us have picked any of those suspects as yeah, but, who we think as, as suspects. It's clearly, is prejudice that causes it to be those. And um, before we go any further, because I think me and Dean both have actually quite possible suspects for who Jack the Ripper could have been. Right, right, yeah. I think we should I, I... quickly run through some of the <laughs> possible suspects. Some of the possible, yeah. I thought so... you were trying to link this into our uh, our sponsor. OG Socks. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know that Jewish people don't wear socks. <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah, they, do. they do, they do. Oh my God. They love oh. socks. Uh, <laughs> and sandals. So, OG socks, uh, incredibly comfortable socks. We want to thank you socks. for the sponsor. Look at these ones with donuts on them. Twenty percent off if you use the code NAC at checkout. They're great yeah. socks, though. Like, I know a couple of people have ordered from them this week using our code. Oh, so really? JJ, yeah. So JJ, you need to get in touch with them because I think we might have actually hit earned some more socks. We might have earned some more socks. And I need some. I want some 420 socks is what I want. Because I've been on a on an online ordering spree this week. Yeah. And because tomorrow the Xbox Series X arrives. And I want to be high. And the moment oh, that Yodel delivery arrives. Uh, yeah, because no, man, I'd, I'd be I'd be very sober in case they throw it over the back fence claiming that you didn't answer the front door. I was just about to say, if Yodel is sending it, you won't get it. No, because it's <laughs> lockdown. We have to be in. We uh, will be in. Oh, that, so, oh, yeah, that fucks them up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah but they'll just take a photo of it outside someone else's house and say, we definitely delivered it. And that definitely happens because it happened to me a couple of weeks ago and I will post a picture on Instagram. It's definitely not my house. My house is black. Painted. My whole house is black. I painted that's it black sick, myself. That's sick, man. Maybe that's, that's it. Sick. They couldn't see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, she's scared to go in there. Gov. Uh, but I plan to be high from tomorrow when my yodel delivery of my Xbox arrives until my PlayStation arrives next week. Ooh. And then I'll be high until <laughs> the end of that week. Yeah. That's the plan. Okay. Anyway... So order from ogsocks.co.uk because we need to make a living while we're in lockdown. Absolutely. 
And JJ, please, please purchase. <laughs> I'm sure we've got some kind of deal where we actually get the money back, right? No. No, okay. <laughs> just, no. Oh, we, Ben's camera is just We are that walking. selfless that we have got a deal that you just get money off your socks just for <clears> being <throat> a listener. I mean, they, they, they did send us they did send us a good pack of socks. Oh, and yeah. uh socks. Yeah. And they get the guys there that you know they're the same tattooists, just trying to make a living, man, trying to make a living. So maybe the the six pairs of socks we've sold during this podcast, it might you know, make, make the meat this month. Keep staying yeah. afloat, then that's fine. Until we make our own socks, and then fuck OG socks. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. Lockdown's <laughs> really getting to you, man. <laughs> Ben's camera's been drinking as well. It just fucking yeah. fell on his no, wow. I, I, I literally just punched it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone... JJ just muted his audio on Zoom as well, which is going to be really good. Oh, he's back. No, he's just... Oh, that entrance. I know. I know. Out. Look I at know. that. That was awesome. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be. One of the, one of the comments, uh, again, we were talking earlier on, Dean, about how we have those friends who don't... You know, like you said last week, those friends who are like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to your podcast, but don't yeah, tell anyone yeah. else. Yeah, and true. I just... One of my friends was like, yeah, I love it. And then basically just proceeded and tell me all the bad things about it, which was, <laughs> um, who was it who's vaping? I was like, well, it was probably me because it's mine so fucking loud. Oh, so wow. now I've started, so I've started muting it for Niall. If you're listening, Niall, I've started muting it for you. Fuck you, Niall. Niall. Yeah, fuck you, Niall. <laughs> fuck you, Niall. Anyway, yeah. I, we totally, anyway, yeah. that was a digression that we have never gone that far digressed from the main no. episode before, I don't think. Jesus ever. Christ. That was crazy. That's because... Me and JJ have been drinking since about eight. Oh, right. There you and, go, then. And that's where I was digressing because I was going to say thank you to everyone that tuned into the Twitch earlier. It was actually quite successful. Oh, good. I'd like to so, be a part of it one day, but I was at work, well, unfortunately. So. Yeah, you know, you have to finish work earlier. We we <laughs> should start doing it. We'll we'll start doing it really early in the morning, Dean. So oh, you, yeah, can, yeah. You, can, you can be pissed at night or whatever. Oh, and we'll yeah, just be like, Next I'm so tired. Make us wake up and join you. So I'm going oh, live on Twitch now. That. No, no way. And, and we're like, all right, okay, we'll wake up. Uh, hello. And you're like, I've been to the pub. But Just for, for, for the American. In America. But I call it a pub. For the American weird. listeners, we're, in, we're currently in England, so everything's locked down. Me and Ben have nothing to do. So we we were li literally twiddling our thumbs from our normal work finish time, six o'clock. And, and I know people are laughing going, JJ, you've never finished work at six o'clock ever. She yeah. usually, usually about two in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, so we were like, we need to go live. We need to do something. And we did. We did. And that and was cool. Guys, do you want to know what, what I have been doing today? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dean's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I am currently making a music video for Enya. What? Yeah, what? Yeah. Enya. 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 Yeah. Enya. 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 Why? Why? Enya. Uh, I, I pitched. I pitched it. I got it. Anyway, back to Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Enya my God. isn't Jack the Ripper. How do we get to Enya? What? <laughs> From the mean streets of Whitechapel to Enya. 
from <laughs> Ireland. There's more to Ireland than this. Fucking hell. Than we are this. Not he is not bon- <laughs> He is not Bono. This is rubbish. He is rubbish. <laughs> okay, Ben. Ben. Right, oh, yeah. The suspects. Suspects. Right. Suspects. Come on. So there are there are about 32 suspects, right? And mm-hmm. I'm going to list off a few now that aren't Jack the Ripper. Yeah. We've got Neil Cream. Neil Cream. It sounds sounds like a really crap artist yeah. from Basildon. So, Neil Cream. <laughs> Doctor Neil Cream was hanged in prison shirt. on the fifteenth of November, eighteen ninety-two, for poisoning four prostitutes in London. As he was being hanged, James Billington claimed that he heard him say, "I am Jack." Just before the, literally yeah. just before he yeah. got hung. Just as the trap fell from beneath his feet. Was he about to confess to being Jack the Ripper? He's trolling. I don't think so, because he was poisoning, and Jack the Ripper never poisoned. Another another potential Ripper was Mrs. Piercy. I thought you were going to go, I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. No. In October (laughs) 1980, Mary... In October 1890, Piercy. not 1980, because she would oh. be really fucking old. Uh, Mary Piercy murdered, murdered her lover's wife, Phoebe Hogg, and her baby daughter. She was Ooh. hanged for the crime at Newgate Prison on 23rd of December 1890. In 1939, author William Stewart proposed her as a contender for being have. I like as well where we're referencing this from. They have not gone any further in divulging yeah, like, like any evidence pointing towards this one. It's like yeah, William Stewart proposed her as a contender once. Oh, did he? Well, she could, no. Yeah, he did. Moving on. Like said, <laughs> like, could, again, there's probably the same amount of evidence right. for her as there is every other suspect. So speak. Tell us about your two ones because no, no, no. I've got to go through these because there are. A lot. <laughs> yeah, there's thirteen of them though. That's <laughs> everybody in fucking London in Victorian London is just like, yeah, I knew Jack the Ripper. I knew him. I work with him. He, he wore a little apron. He had a little bloody apron on. This one's another one, which is uh, Louis uh, Louis de, Louis Dimschitz. Louis Dimschitz. Oh, him. Dimschitz. So he found Elizabeth Stride's body outside, uh, and he was a steward of the International Working Men's Education. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, he he found the body. He was. Yeah, he's in a very similar situation to my prime suspect. Uh, it was a mere case of the coincidence of him leaving the club, I believe, and him arriving back at the scene and then uh, him claiming that he didn't see a body because uh, uh, upon leaving, if it had been there earlier, because it was so dark in the yard. Like, he Do was you just want to a... hear me uh, read his account of finding the body Ab- in a funny Yeah, absolutely. Accent? Do you want me to do a funny accent or do you want me to do oh, a normal no. accent? What accent? What accent? Are you uh, doing? Can you do Ian Watkins' accent again? Can you do Jack the Ripper in Ian Watkins' accent? <laughs> He's not Jack the Ripper. Yeah, no, but can you? Just in case, right. just in case I want to make another suspect up. Just to, you know, just to make this a six-hour episode rather than a three-one. On Saturday, I left home about half past eleven in the morning, and I returned home exactly at one a.m. Sunday morning. I noticed the time at a tobacco shop in the commercial road. I was driving a pony harnessed as a costmonger's barrow. I normally keep the pony in the yard of the club, but in George Yard, Cable Street, I drove the barrow home 
in order to leave my goods there. I drove it into the yard. Both gates were open, while it opened. It was rather oh. dark there. I drove it in as usual, but as I came into the gate, my pony shied to the left, and that made me look at the ground to see what was cause of it was. I could see that there was something unusual on the pavement, but I could not see what it was. It was a dark object. Is this is this the only it's Dutch the suspect? <laughs> there was a clog on the pavement. <laughs> it's a Dutch Jamaican accent there by JJ. <laughs> 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 I tried to feel it with my handle of my whip to discover what it was. I tried to lift it up with it. As I could not, I jumped down at once and struck a match. It was rather windy and I could not get a light. Norman, you dirty bastard, what are you doing? I could not get, could not get a light sufficient to show that it was a figure of some person whom by the dress I knew to be a woman. I, certainly I, took no, <laughs> I took no further notice of it, but I went into the club and asked where my missus was. I found her in the front room on the ground floor. I left the pony in the yard by itself just outside the club door. My I wife like was with several of the members of the club. I told them, there's a woman lying in the yard, but I cannot see whether <laughs> she's drunk or dead. Like, I can't believe, I can't believe oh. that. Uh, there's on. so much more. You can't you can't believe how good his Welsh accent is, or you just can't believe the story. I what tell you what, but I went then got a candle and went down. By that light, by that light, I could see they were bloody. Even before Mate. I reached the body, I did not touch the body, but when I do once for the police. It I sounds like Paul Gascoigne in a witness testimony. <laughs> Well, we want to gas going. I've got a, I've got a box of chicken for him, and I've got a fishing rod, right. and I've got a. Oh, come on, Morty! Right. Come on, right, Morty! Right, Stop right, yeah, shooting, yeah. policeman! Now. So, being uh, the, being the only sober one here, there was just a few references to a footballer back home here in, well, back home there in England, but um, yeah. Can I just say, of all time. no, nobody, no, I, I don't understand how he's just seen the body of a woman in a courtyard, and yeah. then he was just gone in the club and he's just mentioned to, oh by the way there's a drunk woman or a dead woman yeah, out there there's a, bo- there's a body just laying on the floor but I don't know if she's alive or not like right. what sort of person does that but that is that is testament to how much the Welsh can speak because <laughs> fucking because all he needed to say was there on Saturday I went home and there was no body and yeah. then on my way back to the on my way back into the yard my my pony or my horse shied away. There was clearly something there. I couldn't lift it with my whip, so I got off the cart. It was a woman. I couldn't tell if she was drunk or dead. Uh, uh, so yeah, I yeah. went inside to get a light, to go and have a look, and she was dead. That's all that, that, yeah. that I just did. That really long rambling nonsense could have been condensed. Could have yeah. been sort of going, I went home. There was no one there. On my when I got back. Yeah, my horse there noticed yeah. there was a body. We didn't know she was drunk or dead, so I got a light and she was dead. Do you know what I mean? Then, it and, goes then on, of, and then 130 years later, he would not be speaking spoken of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but instead, I can't believe goes it goes on. on and on. Like that, I got to there, right? There's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's 18 more paragraphs of his description. What? Yeah, and it ends with it would 
It would have been quite possible a man to escape from the yard while I was driving up the club door. But after I had told the members that I had seen nobody, I think he could have escaped. So and then did he say, kiss my lucky egg. Rubbing it up. Rubbing it up. So that was just a guy that just came across a body and he just had a really, really terrible alibi basically yeah so is this the same is this the same account that we talked about last week is this the same victim yes am i right yeah uh, um this was is this um this wasn't the double event was it this is elizabeth stride oh no it was the double event then yeah Yeah, elizabeth stride and Catherine eddowes were the double event so yeah he found the first victim that people believe that he was startled because there wasn't a lot wrong wrong with her was there i think there was um she was just oh, no, I can't quite... blood everywhere. Oh, right. It might have yeah. been because there was one, I think it was the one in Mitre Square where he really was, went yeah. to town. Yeah. So it wasn't her. She had been killed. She had probably, I think she must have been slashed across the throat or something or punctured, like stabbed. And um, sorry, JJ, go ahead. W- wasn't this the one where they said her head had almost fallen off? No, no. that was right, okay. uh, Marianne Nichols. That was Marianne Nichols. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, without maybe we can intervene some of these suspects in each of your guys' suspects uh, because yeah, I'm, try, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm get I'm just getting really confused. At who's yeah. who. So Jim Jim Schutz, Jim Schutz, I think Jim I Schutz. remember I remember making fun of his name uh, in the last episode. Yes, Jim yeah, Louis Jim Schutz. He interrupted. Basically, he was. They say he interrupted the Ripper. Yeah, he interrupted when he and is this, the double yeah. event. Is this the one in the film where the English actor turns around, the guy, the handsome cab driver is like, hey, damn shit. And then he, yeah, yeah, or whatever it is, it. and he, he runs off. And he's yeah, just like, oh, he's sorry, like, I, wasn't, I wasn't even looking. And then he runs up, he runs yeah, off. He shouts like none, like none of your, none of your fucking business, damn shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, the, that's the reference. Yeah, okay. Right, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then another suspect was Water Sickert, who was like, now he sounds like a cool killer. Like, if Water Sickert is like, yeah, great name, uh, maybe not a murderer, definitely but. not Water Sickert. Uh, he was, I think he he's his grandson linked him to the murders, like later in later on but it what a tosser my granddad was a was uh all right he was shouting uh, a whitmer and then there's james mayback and james ne- maybrick who apparently not james may not james may no brilliant broadcaster james may no it was, yeah. james maybrick was the guy that they they found the journal that turned out oh to be yeah and he forged yeah. yes so <laughs> and they cra- claimed there was some allegory that led yeah. to him saying, I'm Jack the Ripper or something yeah. weird like that. Uh, I think we mentioned this in the last episode, yeah, in actual did, yeah, fact. Yeah. For this, this, uh, Francis Tumbletee. So name, that's the guy who I did more research on because I was more interested in that guy. Okay. He's, <laughs> again, like, I feel like you guys need to... It's it's like playing a dirty game of poker. Like I want to know what you guys are thinking about yeah, your guys, yeah, and then like, mean, yeah. But Francis Tumbletee is the is the one, and for anybody who isn't part of our Patreon or part of our Discord, like our community has been pretty like solid on really? these ideas. Uh, Victoria yeah, yeah. was the one who brought this forward, I believe. 
Um, and I, I didn't, I literally it just came up on my next video today to watch. And he seems like everything, everything lines up with that guy. And his history is fucking weird. It like, is. yeah. So he believed he was some sort of like Indian herb shaman oh, or shaman. Like he believed that he could yeah. cure people using herbs and stuff. Yeah. So he's an, he's an American guy and he, uh, he lived in America all this time. And he used to collect uteruses, which mm. immediately I'm just like, a guy uh, who collects uteruses and he moved to England around yeah. the same time. Yeah. And when he got when he got arrested, there was no Ripper murderers and he got released on probation. And then the last murder happened. And then they pulled him back in after probation. And then there was no other murders because he got extradited to France. Mm. Do you know why Holy he got fuck. arrested when the Ripper murders stopped? <clears throat> What's going on? Wanking in public. Oh, ah, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. he did that in the movie theater, didn't he? Yeah, well, it's nearly did Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Was it actually Pee Wee Herman or the guy who the played Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, the guy, yeah, well, the guy that played him, not the character. He was a he was a playable character in Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare, which was weird because that was only oh, two years ago. Team. No. <laughs> you could just no, Pee Wee Herman. But yeah, he. Yeah, that sounds odd. I, I literally just rolled onto these on like up next on YouTube today. Yeah. And because obviously Vic had talked about it, and obviously like the hard thing about doing these podcasts is that you're reading an account and an account and an account. So you're kind yeah, of like Chinese reading someone's opinion on something. But like everything that Vic said was completely like, yeah. And it just it was re it was really strange that like he was known for collecting uteruses and he was also Basically, from what I got from the video, he wasn't—he wasn't an actual doctor. He used to sign his name as if he was a doctor. So he'd write "ND" at the end, which I believed I've meant like like a prescription. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so this this guy, and he also was known for using pseudonyms and pen names. So like he would, when he moved from town to town, he would write different names like he he had a collection and they were all like um like extravagant artist names like yeah. you know uh, alliterated like alan arnshaw or i don't know where yeah, that yeah, one came yeah. from but yeah. you know so that guy for me like <laughs> i didn't do enough research on him but i watched enough to like his history was really strange but after he was also apparently a closet obviously he had to be a closet homosexual but one of the main reasons he moved to France was was because he uh, in France it wasn't they just made it legal to have sex with people of the Enough. same sex. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, his name was um, John Littlechild. <laughs> is what his real name was. The Francis Francis guy. Well, he yeah, actually. So know. he he after France he moved back to I believe it was Wisconsin, and he oh. died. Yeah, he died he, in Wisconsin. It was believed that he committed suicide at the time the Ripper, Ripper murders came to an end. That's yeah, one of the, one of it's that, you see, that's what it's believed to be, but apparently he went back to America and died, um, I think it was quite a while afterwards. I don't believe it was... Yeah. yeah, yeah, he died afterwards. Um, so I'm, I'm looking on the, um, uh, the jacktheripper.org um suspects list and with this tumulty one it's interesting because they even say that he has a fairly weak case like there's no evidence that he was ever violent 
a view which even little child concurred as in his letter to Sims, he states that Tumble T was not known as a sadist, which the murderer unquestionably was. And then they say, um, moreover, there's no concrete evidence that he ever visited Whitechapel and he most certainly bore no resemblance to the descriptions given by those who may have seen the face of the killer. That's fucking interesting. And it yeah. goes to show how connected even the like the thinnest or oh, sorry, the like the weakest of suspects, yet they still sound compelling to some degree. It's again, it's like, I feel it's like one of those, um, it's one of those like Prince Albert ones. It's mm. very like, it's a nice idea that some foreigner came from America. Cause at the time, obviously our links with America were, they were there because obviously where the first neighboring apart from Ireland, yeah, obviously yeah. where the, the first neighboring over the Atlantic ocean. And we've got the civil war that's kind of, yeah, exactly. And it, it's, like, yeah. it's a nice kind of, a nice kind of connection but the actual, the actual, the main thing which we, which we you would think of is the the uterus thing. Like, right? Yeah. Like, that's so he macabre, man. <laughs> he he was apparently going around um, academic. Uh, I don't know what it'd be biology uh, universities and stuff. He was actually saying that he was um, testing something to do with uteruses that's the reason why he was collecting them he was testing like a neurological link between mother and but obviously that might have just been a guise or that might just be a falsity that has come because of the thing but he had had medical history then yeah yeah, uh, but that's that's what they were saying they were saying that like he does have some history in uh medicine not medicine but uh like dissections and and, yeah, yeah 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 I just find that a really strange one. Like, yeah, immediately, if like they were removing uteruses, you'd go to the you'd go to the guy who collects uteruses, even just to ask him for information. Just like, yeah, you're a uterus expert. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, have you been you collected any uh, uteruses recently? Yeah. Oh, funny. Also, I've got five. (laughs) I don't. You know, like you you see these like people who collect like dead babies in jars and dead like limbs and stuff. What the fuck does a de- what it, like visually? What is a dead uterus? Surely it's just a jar full of gunk. Maybe like I'm not. Should, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like I'm just like oh yeah, a uterus, just a jar of gunk. Yeah. But like go, go. this guy collected them. Apparently, he had a vast collection of uteruses. That's but fucking my right. what my thing in my head was Only the if he's <laughs> <laughs> apparently like well in my mind if he'd come over from America. Surely he did because he was of money as well. You wouldn't be like, uh, how many suitcases? Yeah, just two for my clothes, and then uh, five suitcases of uterus jars. Uterus. Like you know, some and, and that's the thing they didn't have the internet then, did they? So it wasn't like, mm. oh, I heard that guy collects uteruses. Somebody must have known something about him collecting uteruses. Speaking of cutting out uteruses, <laughs> our next suspect is Thomas Cutbush. <laughs> Segway. <Segway. laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Thomas Cutbush uh, was named as Jack the Ripper in a series of articles appeared in the Sun newspaper, a very reliable source, the Sun newspaper. Maybe back in the day, not now. No, never was, never was, and never will be. Never by the Sun. <laughs> Hate the Sun. I mean, one of the Fuck first that. articles was from the Star, which is even oh, less yeah. reparable than the Sun. So, so they run the story, Freddie. Other- Star ain't my hamster. 
other than the really poor surname uh, or unfortunate surname, is there any reason of him being linked to being uh, Jack the Ripper no, then? No, there's a great deal. It apparently was around at the right time. Uh, but no, uh, I just wanted to mention him because he's had a funny name. And it right. leads us on to... Your suspect? No. Oh. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Kosminski. The one that apparently there was DNA evidence for Aaron Kosminski. Oh, okay. Is this the one that is linked to the shoal after all these yeah, years? Yeah, but then a lot of a lot of suspects have been linked to that shoal, including my suspect. Okay, right. But yeah. Just Sorry, before, and I know we're trying to I know we're trying to keep this like in our in our boundaries. In our boundaries, right? Which is usually around three hours. So the next video after this one, Francis so and so. Led me onto this terrible podcast that I was telling you about before, but it linked me onto this uh, artist guy, and I don't know if this is your suspect. Am I think? Am I right in thinking this is your suspect, Ben? The guy who bought all of the Ripper. Uh, uh, sorry, all of. No. Um, he painted. He was an artist. He painted loads of pictures of the Ripper's. Uh, My guy was victims. A and, huh. I can't remember this guy, so it's probably pointless speaking about him, but I will find it while we're talking about it. He was obsessed with the Ripper murders to the point where, but he was, this was like maybe 10, 15 years afterwards. He was buying, buying um, items on the black market of the Ripper's stuff. And it, that's the only reason this shawl thing, the, the, is it the author who bought this shawl thing is this the same thing? The 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 cardigan it's thing, okay, the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. neckerchief, and it had the only DNA evidence, but it wasn't yeah. noted by the police. It's mm. the only bit of evidence that probably should have been evidence. Well, it turns yeah. out that 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 uh, so I when we get onto mine, I'll go into it more. But that shawl that was cut up into a few different people uh, pieces and sold to different people, right? And oh. uh, three or four people. Have ha, actually have that shawl, and it's and they, it, it, DNA. Everything is preserved. It is definitely the same piece, the same shawl, three pieces. Well, that's fascinating. And each and one, I, each bit has different DNA from different people on it. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. Apparently, it's got sperm stains on. Yeah, it's got so, and that's where Aaron Kosminski comes in. Apparently, Aaron Kosminski's sperm was on this shawl and did they find that out from dna testing like his ancestors or yeah, uh, his, like, yeah. yeah. Is that how they... in 1987 i think yeah i was gonna say it was it was more our time because yeah. the person who bought it again was another um another guy who was obsessed <laughs> with it but there was also another author who basically she was a multi-million selling author and she just sacked it all off to study jack the ripper and I can't remember it. And, and I need to find, I'll, I'll send you the, in fact, I'll find it while so, you guys are talking about this. So for the listeners and stuff like that, there was a shawl of one of the victims uh, through the years that was found um, and they DNA tested, obviously, the semen that was still on uh, the, the shawl. When you say shawl, it's like a skirt or a throw-over sort of thing. Scarf. I think it was I think it was Catherine Eddowes. I think that was who the shawl belonged to. From what, oh, right, I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that being sort of publicised, I think, what, in the early 2000s, that that story yeah. sort of... And that was really exciting at the time, but then that got sort of 
I think some police officer or sorry, some crime investigator or ex-crime investigator had been asked and he just kind of flattened any sort of future uh, legitimacy or ideas towards it where he was just like, it was a shawl that belonged to a prostitute. So it's probably got hundreds of DNA samples of sperm all over it, which is not correct. It's like, oh, it had Aaron Kosminski's on there. Oh, no surprise. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So and it was quite disappointing, but l yeah. totally logical. Kosminski was a lunatic, basically. He was just a bit of a wild man. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of evidence that proves that it was him, but there was a lot of prejudices, which we've talked about earlier in the podcast, is that yes, yeah, yeah. He was Jewish and also Eastern European. So he was a Polish yes. Jew and he just happened to be in Whitechapel. He was at the top of a lot of the coppers, and a copper is British word for policeman. Yeah. Uh, a lot of their lists. Wasn't he, be. didn't he have a big problem though with prostitutes? Wasn't he known as like abusing women? If he I remember. Brass. He did love brass. Um, oh, okay. But I think he may. Well, he had a hatred for him. Yeah, like, but yeah. I believe that he had 50 cases of uh, abuse against him. Are we talking about, really? are we talking about leather, leather apron? Not yet. No, not yet. No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think he may have been in a mental asylum at the time of the murders. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that kind of rules him out a bit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if we if we researched every single minor detail about yeah, every single exactly. suspect, this would so, be a four-part. there's a, a few that you kind of get bits up here and there that you know. Yeah. Right, so, and then bringing us on to the final suspect that mm. probably wasn't him, but was a main one, yep. Lever Apron. Thank JJ, you, Leah, Lever Apron. So is that is that who your uh, suspect is? Or you were talking about Lever Apron? No, he knew Lever Apron. Was. Lever Apron was definitely not the suspect. Right. He I'll was the suspect. It wasn't him. He basically was just a local nutter that went around pulling out knives on women and threatening to rip them and, apart. Yeah, and let's be honest as well. It, it He is clearly the result of prejudice, like his artist mm. depiction from back then is horrific. Like, uh, What would make you say that, Dean? Oh, no. It's just the most cliche 4chan depiction of what a Jew should look like. What? About Lever Apron. It's because he, he, he literally... They, they Even the police, I think, had an investigation about them for saying it was prejudice because it, they made him look like... Not because of this, but they made him look like Fagan. Like... His oh, nose literally comes really? out like that, and it's yeah. got, and he's got a bowler hat on, but his bowler hat is lower than his head could physically be. So he's literally, he's got this bowler hat and this like side profile of this long nose it, that comes so out. I'm just, I've literally just gone past it on this thing trying to find this author yeah, who's obsessed goes, with and, him. And once again, it goes back to the fact that in the 1889, 90s, 80s, yeah. 90s there was so much prejudice against yeah. Eastern Europeans and Jewish people that they were just, they would just put them forward for it yeah, straight away. And Lever Apron was just a guy that walked around the streets. So 
So, yeah, let me just quickly read the small paragraphs we've got of him anyway. In early September 1888, police inquiries amongst the local prostitutes turned up a potential suspect in the form of a sinister character whom the local streetwalkers had nicknamed Lever Apron. Apparently, this man was known to try to extort money from them by pulling out a knife, threatening to rip them apart unless they handed over what cash they had made in the course of the nighttime activities. Thus began the hunt for Lever Apron, uh, a hunt that would end on the 10th of September 1888 when Sergeant William Thick arrested John Pizer, also spelt P-I-S-E-R, maintaining that he was the man known as the uh, known in the district as Lever Apron. However, Pizer had alibis for the nights of the two most recent murders and was soon ruled out as a suspect. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Okay, so have you got any more last ones or are you That's going it. on to... Oh, go on, I'm, want, I want to know your, who... You, do I want to know who yours is. Do you want me to go? Shall I go? Yeah, then? you go, dude. I want to know what yours is. I'm so curious. I believe that Jack the Ripper... Oh, I did miss out another one, but I want to go to him at the end because I think okay. actually, the, when I've done my research, <laughs> I've realised that actually my Ripper <clears throat> suspect probably wasn't... Probably did a couple of them and the rest <laughs> were done by someone else. Anyway, okay. go on then. I think that Jack the Ripper was Frederick Deeming. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm interested about this because there's not a lot about him from he, what I'm looking at. Right. So the reason he was right, I'm going to tell you why he was ruled out as okay. a as a ripper as the ripper at the time because a lot of the police thought it was him. He was ruled out because apparently it was in Hull Prison, but. On closer inspection, he wasn't in whole prison because someone who shared an alias that Frederick Demon used to use was in whole prison, but it wasn't him. Oh. He, yeah. And Ooh. if you go to the Scotland Yard Museum of Crime, mm. they have a face, a death mask of Frederick Deeming. They do? I've yes. got to see this. They do a, have a Fred, uh, and they call it the death mask of Jack the Ripper. They said that huh. is the face of Jack the Ripper. So even the police then thought he was Jack the Ripper. Jeez, he's got the squ most square jaw I have ever seen in so my he life. He fits the bill, face like visually, right? Whoa. And again, crazy. he had the mustache. He did. Although the picture, the picture I've seen of him is like uh, he's got like a chiseled jaw and he's like he's a he's a handsome guy. A handsome he wouldn't guy. he wouldn't have to pay for prostitutes. Didn't need to because he was killing them. <laughs> All right, <okay>. Ooh, <laughs> Again, it goes back to the G. It goes back to the GTA method. Yeah. you have sex with him and then take your money back. Yeah, born in Ashby, take your money back. That's the share. Frederick Deeming was a plumber by trade. Uh, but he ran away to sea at 16 years old and after be afterwards began a long career of crime. So, like, Frederick Demon was a blooming career criminal, to say the least. He really? was just, yeah, man. He, ah. he would just fake it. Fake it till you make it, baby. Wow. Jay's just looking at his phone like so, out something. Yeah. Like, actually, no. Actually, Frederick was a liar. In fact, he was just loved school. So, of of the victims he was that people claimed he'd taken, four of them were kids. Oh, oh. yeah, that, no, that's that's outside of the Ripper murders. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I'm pres kids, I'm presuming none of, of them. Kids are his own. Right, so I'm presuming that 
I'm presuming that the other two out of the six people that he was, I'm guessing, were convicted for. I mean, how how many times did this guy get let out of prison? Man, this guy <laughs> this guy killed a lot of people. Like, it, it says he, he only the, only six. He did the Ripper murders before he even got caught for the before even they he was even a suspect on a crime. Okay, so he could have so, potentially like uh Yeah, so the Ripper murders happened before he killed his wife <laughs> and his kids and then moved to Melbourne and then killed his wife and his kids. These like, fucking these guys like how do they like especially well, you know going back insane. to the first episode it's it's Victorian England they have to spend 20p to sleep on a post. This guy's just going to Australia. Like, yeah, how? Like, like, it must take about four months to get there. Like, <laughs> if, you just, if you just go, uh, I want to come and work on your boat, uh, this boat's ah. going to Australia, you just go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was, like, this guy was, he was known for impersonating aristocracy, which leads you to the victim that, that every time... He they were said he was aristocracy. He had he had smart clothes. He had a mustache. Yeah. It all lines up for him being fucking Jack the Ripper. Like get this, get this. There you go. JJ's agree with me for once. <laughs> I'm I am agreeing with you. I'm, I always once, agree with yeah, both of you. It's like ah, but <laughs> he cl he claimed insanity because the uh, court had deemed that he'd caught syphilis in London. He was probably he was probably having gay sex with fucking Albert. Albert, yeah. oh, they did. Yeah, maybe they, exactly. Again, we going back to the scream murders. There's always two of them. They're all connected. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Right, Demon man, his movements at many stages of his career are obscure, but it appears that he may have been in England in late 1888, the time of the Whitechapel murders. Melbourne's Whackworks in 1912 probably reflect widespread public opinion when it depicts the wax of dimming burying burying Malva. Coming uh? out, he was suspected he was identical to Jack the Ripper. It's like I, I look at him and You like that guy fucking did it, right? Man, he it just looks like a he, he would be a fucking menace, doesn't he? You just look at him just like bottom jaw out, eyes wide, like so. Off his not an Eckes. Weren't me. Right. So <laughs> whilst in custody, he okay. also confessed to having right. This is so this is in custody for killing his second wife. Right. Whilst in custody, he also confessed to having murdered his first wife, Mary James, at their house in Rainhill, Merseyside. Bear in mind, this guy was lived fucking in Birkenhead. Which is fucking yeah. The, yeah, this is this is a link with this is a link again with the Francis uh Tumblety thing because they were saying that he was also living in Liverpool as well. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe they're aliases. Yeah. Bloody scarces. So during he during the time he confessed to murdering his first wife, yeah, he also confessed to carrying out several of the Whitechapel murders. When the news of the latter confession broke, the English papers began exploring the possible connections to the crimes, and several began comparing his description to those given by various witnesses who may have seen Jack the Ripper. One such paper illustrated uh, the Illustrated Police News. Basically, like, they just illustrate pictures of him and it looks exactly And it just, him. yeah, it would come close to him. Yeah. I mean, uh, granted, granted, he does... 
he does resemble the most cliche gentleman in the like nineteenth century or eighteen eighteen uh, eighty. But um, everybody almost looked the same yeah. back then, didn't they? So really, he was the only. Or there's not he he claims to have killed nine women in Whitechapel. So and that wouldn't surprise em, me that there Emma would be Smith, a... Martha Tabram, Marianne yep. Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly, and hmm. Alice McKenzie, and uh, f- but uh, being Coles a psychotic well. serial killer that just owns up and just goes, oh, by the way, I killed her as yeah. well. Like yeah. those people, they like to gloat about, oh yeah, I did that, like just to take notoriety for it, you yeah. know. Yeah, and yeah. if if he did have syphilis, apparently it causes mental problems. Yeah, well, he's a good. I think he's a good suspect, to be honest. Um, do you have bear another mind, one? Bear in mind, he then went to he then fled to Australia and then killed a whole bunch of other another people. family. So he killed his he killed his wife in Liverpool. Went to Whitechapel. Did a, did, did a bit did there. All the Jack the Ripper murders, and then he. <laughs> I could give you a timeline if you want. I love. I, I absolutely love the fact that Ben's so excited about it. He's got this upper lip thing on his face, <laughs> and you could on. you could literally be the killer. <laughs> you're you're the descendant of this guy. Well, that leads me on to the next fact: is that I did my family tree. <laughs> I am actually his great, 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 oh, great, 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 in 84, numerous bank robberies took place in Sydney, the perpetrators not being detected. In 85, more robberies, burglaries, mysterious di- disappearances and tragedies. In 86, set up shop in a large way, per- perpetrates a fortunate bankruptcy and absconds from Sydney. In 87, flies from Adelaide to Cape Town after it is stated robbing two brothers whom he met of 60 litres. What? Mm-hmm. Of six, nothing known of him during this year. Six of the Whitechapel murders in '88, nothing known of him. So that like he disappears before then, yeah, yeah. So '87, everyone knows who he is. Like he's a fucking nightmare. '88, six (laughs) Whitechapel murders. '89, passes in Durban as a mining engineer, going to Johannesburg. In '89. Advanced to him, right? It, loads of money is <laughs> given to him in Durban on, on bogus deeds, right? Uh, about the same time, two murders were committed in Transvale. The murderer is escaping. That's near where he was. Fuck me, in he's probably on a tour. Eighth Whitechapel murder, eighty-nine. The ninth murder, Whitechapel murder. Yeah, in September of 1889, He turned up unexpectedly in fucking Birkenhead. What? What? What's so he doing? St- How is he getting around so easy? In October, <laughs> he's tracked by a private detective who wants him for the Transvaal robberies and murders to Camberwell, then to Stockton on Tees, back again to London. November, fucks off to Australia. At this point, Demon took the alias of Harry Lawson. I just want to make a point here. Stockton on Tees was the first actual railway station in Britain. Oh. 
factual yeah. evidence. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, JJ. So that's probably why. He, he only had one place he could go to that was <laughs> in England. He could only go there. So he's taken the name of Harry Lawson and then he's arrived in Beverly, Australia. Married oh, not, his... not Beverly Hull. No. Oh, wait. No, Beverly Hull. Oh, wait. Oh, was it? I was going to say, because that's a long fucking distance. He got on a train in Stockton on Tees and ended up in Australia. So Harry Lawson, he's changed his name to Harry Lawson. Yeah. He's left Birkenhead because everyone should. Right. Everyone should. And I'm not maligning those of Birkenhead, but. He arrives in Beverly Hole. Which is not much better. Uh, marries Miss mm. Madison a fortnight afterwards. Obtains nice. jewelry by false pretenses in Hull. He's going, That's my jewelry. Is it? Yeah. Gives it to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I was lying, but I've got Thanks. It. Yeah. Uh, Cheers for that. He sells then. He gets to Southampton. He sells from Southampton to South America. Arrested <laughs> at Montevideo. Tried it. Then he goes, gets taken back to Hull in October. He's sent that point, nine would... months in prison and then liberated from Hull. So he's someone has liberated, liberated, liberated from Hull prison. <laughs> and then he murders someone called Miss Langley in Preston. Oh, not Miss Langley. And then escapes. And then he assumes the, like, the alias of Albert Oliver Albert. Ooh. Oh, Oliver Williams. Okay. He makes an appearance at Rainhill to inquire about Dinham Villa and takes up residence at the commercial hotel. He has tea at the hotel with a lady who turns out to be his wife, Mrs. Deeming <laughs> of Birkenhead. Where have you been for the last fucking ten years? <laughs> now this is in a week. Yeah, all right. This is only July of the year that he went to South America. Fucking right. hell, this is crazy. Right. So a well-traveled cunt. Yeah, he is. He lunches at the hotel with his wife. He's afterwards accompanied to, to Houghton by Miss Mather, not his wife, and signs the agreement tenancy. The first barrel of cement supplied by St. Helens to Dinham Villa to the order of Miss Mather. Mrs. Deeming and four children arrive at Dinham Villa. The five, what is, what is... five... Then all of them are murdered! <laughs> <laughs> his wife uh... shows up at the villa that he's... Not, that he's just brought with Miss Mather. He kills his entire family over the next two days, and then he goes back to the hotel. Uh, for anyone who's end? just tuning in, this isn't the this isn't Ben just reading all of Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> or, or or writing his his latest novel. Fucking on July the so to July, so he's killed his family. July twenty sixth, July twenty seventh. He returns to the hotel. Three days later, obtains two more barrels of cement. <laughs> what are you reading? I'm just reading. The... No, I'm reading Demon, man. This is what oh, makes right. me think it was him. Right, so he's sat right, so he's got a new Did wife. Do you have now. time for the murders? Yeah, no, he's done that. It, these happened three years ago. This is three so, years later. Fucking so now he marries me. now he marries Miss Emily Mather, the one that helped him do the murders. Murders. What the what the Ripper murders? No, the the murders of his family, the Deeming oh, right. family, and the other Ripper murderers. Right, so right, he's married her in Rainhill. 
So he's killed five members of his own family. So two, his wife and four kids. He's killed them. He's now, him and his new wife have now shelled from London to Australia. And liberated from Hull. (laughs) Yeah. So they're now in Melbourne. Right. And then, so that's November. And now they've moved into the new house as Williams. Okay. Williams is their new name now. Uh, and then he kills her, his wife on Surprise. Christmas Eve. <laughs> She's dead. Fucking uh, hell. So then he changed his name to Swanston. And in 1892, he applied for another wife in Melbourne. Uh, he applied? applied. <laughs> yeah, I think- uh, serial killer looking for new wife to spend. Uh, yeah. Like, oh time man, in the park. That man <laughs> has killed a lot of people. And yeah, two like two wives, four kids. Right, it, it sounds it sounds like people applying for uh, the bass player job in Mayhem. They're just like, <laughs> "Hey, do you want to join Mayhem? All of our previous bass bass players have been murdered. Do you want to be the new bass player? Why, sure, I do. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a great job for me. Yeah, <laughs> what so I can play it- the bass. <laughs> So with these murders, right? If 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 that's written in this, is are there any significance to the killings? Well, in, they like... compared his handwriting to that of the From Hell letter, and, and they also did that. They Perfect did that match. with Francis Francis Tubalty as well. They did. They said that his handwriting was uh, undeniably the guy who wrote that letter. Mm. But oh, so if if agree. we were to look at they old, line up as the same guy, right? Yeah, I. It, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and yeah, and his 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 actual footpath, like his geographical footpath, is very similar. And for a guy yeah. who's just like, oh yeah, so apparently he was just a gas fitter, right? Like he's just a, a cor- corgi registered gas fitter, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just traveling the world, like killing people, fucking fucking women, <laughs> making kids, and then killing them. You know, like. Yeah. It's an odd life being a plumber. <laughs> yeah, well. Look at Mario and Luigi. Yeah. They never yeah. Seen, did they? Yeah, he's no. more of a Wario, though, isn't he? No. He Wario. There is so much evidence that links Demon to the Whitechapel murders and before and after that he did not stop killing. Yeah. Like, the Whitechapel was just... He was in Whitechapel, so he killed... And then he was in Birkenhead and he killed. Then he was in Rainhill and he killed. And then he got a new <laughs> wife. He went all, he killed. all the way to Australia. And then he they killed, killed her. <laughs> and then he yeah, changed he his name. Yeah, he's a bit wonky, but then, it? then it all gets a bit, it, like, he disappears. Like, he changed his name. No, no one knows what he changed his name to. But he probably killed his wife. Yeah, and probably. And the next wife. And the next wife. And then he so, became the Yorkshire River. <laughs> and then he, 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 you're no closer to catching me now than you were 20 years ago <laughs> oh, all right man. dads chill out fucking <laughs> hell uh, but yeah so, JJ's dad I, isn't the Yorkshire Ripper the Yorkshire no Ripper. no no and if he is he stills no closer to being caught than he was 20 years ago <laughs> he's just chilling out down road <laughs> enjoying so the D- retirement so yeah. Dean Sorry. is your absolute Demon. Like 100%. Yeah, he does, but except for one. Except for just, just, just as a quick, a quick one here. 
from what I've gathered from the research that I've done solely today is that so many people just kind of went, yeah, my name's John Barrett. All right, cool. All right, Barrett. All right. And then he goes to the next pub. All right, Barrett, you owe us five shillings for the last week's tab. And he's my just like, John Barrett. my name's not John Barrett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone just got different Fuck names. you guys. I'm going to Australia. And then he fucks <laughs> off to Australia. I'm in Australia. My name is Patrick Jim. Speaker. It's Patrick Speaker. <laughs> I just yeah, like how you look. Funny. You looked to the nearest thing and you went, Speaker. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to South America. My name is Guitar. I can't. Can. <laughs> is this what lockdown has done to you two? Yeah, Jesus we're, we're <laughs> gone insane. All right. Should we get we're, to my suspect then? Dean. Yeah. Just, just to let you know, Dean, as well. Always. We're. Yeah, we're, we're only really, we're, we're only nearly two hours into it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have also got to eat dinner yet as well. But before we get to my suspect, me too. Break because I need to piss really, really <laughs> oh, badly. So and that leaves me, me and JJ in front of the cameras again. <laughs> <laughs> you know the can we reenact the scene out of Bill and Ted where they're falling through hell? Want to play twenty questions? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, you don't know it. Oh, great. Uh, no, I was just, just going <laughs> No. On. I, um, yeah, I, so I read a little bit about that dude, and I was just like, he, he sounds so similar to, uh, Tumblety. Like I, it, it I just it basically sounds like same guy. Yeah, I think so. Because there was I mean, 
when I watched the Tumble Tea video, there was talk about the H.H. H. Holmes connection. Yeah. And they, they've said again, H.H. H. Holmes could have possibly done it because he wasn't in England at the time. No. But from what I've learned about Victorian England, their records aren't that great. Like, they're it's they're not very good. Like, they're like, they're where are you going? Uh, what's your name? <laughs> you know, what, what's your name? Where are you going? Um, I'm going to Australia. All right, what's your name? Uh, John Tumblety? Okay, we'll call you John Williams because I don't know how to spell Tumblety. So, so they're just like... What is it? There's a there's a name that comes up all the time as a ripper, uh, ripper suspect that I've totally ignored because of this fact. Baxter. Um, no, it's Cassus ca- ca- or Casus. Okay. Uh, so there's a there's a name that they used to give to uh, immigrants. Mm. So they would they would give you they would give you names based on your either your ethnicity or your so like apparently that's where th- that's where pommy comes from because yeah. like when they used to do like uh tags on i'm sure somebody on the on the discord will be like no pommy comes from here but that's just what where the closest thing i can go to so like um they used to call all irish people something like murphy or something like that they used to say and that's where the name comes from because when you went to so if you go on um ancestry.com if your name was so-and-so, you would just be tagged with, like, somebody would be like, oh, it's it's Joe Jackson. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they'd just call you something because it sounds like or is something like. And they would take out words and take out letters and stuff that would be, like, yeah. and that's probably where all this traveling stuff comes from. So they're just like, oh, well, yeah, let's just call him that. Especially these guys who travel around. The one thing that's peculiar with these is, these guys who can like I can't fucking just get on a ship to Australia now and just no. you know because it's all like governed a lot better. But if you were so. just, if you were just like a working guy, then you could just jump on. You go, oh, I'll, I'll come and work on your. It's yeah, that what you were saying before. It's like I guess it's kind of like a bit like touring thing. Well, I'll come and do merch. Like, yeah, and you just jump. On that <laughs> Who's that guy? Oh, I don't know. He's just my mate's mate. Do merch. <laughs> Uh, and that's so a lot of people they were coming to the UK and because they couldn't be bothered to go like oh Kuzminski they write it down they would just write down a shortened version of that yeah or just any surname and yeah that's that's how yeah because it wasn't like it, it was exactly on an Excel sheet was it it wasn't like oh where are you from oh yes yes and there we go and then you fucking everything about you is up on there yeah and so you you could literally just go around. Like, if anyone could go back in a time machine now, you could just go back and kill someone and no one would know about it, you know? Yeah, so if you do want to go back... Cohen, that's it. So if you were Eastern European and (sighs) Jewish or Eastern European or Jewish, they would just give you the name Cohen. So it was... Yeah. David Cohen was another suspect, and I think he might actually be Leverapen. Leverapen was David Cohen, a.k.a. Nathan Kaminsky. Kaminsky, yeah, that's Kaminsky, right. Kaminsky, <clears throat> Kaminsky. So yeah, they would just give Cohen as the name for. Yeah, because it was it was basically again like a bit of a racial slur. Yeah. Like people would just be like, oh, you know, Jimmy, and they were like, what, K- what, Kaminsky? Oh no, 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 it's Cohen. Yeah, Cohen the Butcher, because <laughs> it sounded more British. Like yeah. we were just saying, saying Dean there that like back in the day they used to 
well, it's still now, like, in certain elements, like, give people shortened names because they can't be bothered yeah, giving them their, like, yeah, giving their, right. yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. There so we were a, saying how, how easy it was just to travel from place to place and just be like, change your name and be like, yeah. you know. There was a, there was a um, ID card. There was a footballer for Canby Island Football Club they used to call um, Dizzy because he was a Polish dude and they couldn't pronounce his surname, so they just called him Dizzy. And it was like Diskunturic or something odd. Well, they did. Uh, they yeah. still they still do it now on like on yeah yeah yeah. They do it on like UFC and everything. Like there's a Korean zombie. His name's too his name's too complicated to pronounce, so they just call him. And his actual name on the scoreboard is Korean zombie. zombie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because his name's got so many X's and Y's in it, you can't. You know. Well, like Sasha Baron Cohen, very funny comedian his surname is Cohen <laughs> I'm sorry Probably I'm because eating it's <laughs> fine man you've been at work all day through his like if you go through his lineage to when his parents came to England he probably just get given the surname Cohen yeah he's yeah. probably given yeah be bothered. and it's the same when people came into the US from Ireland 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 he's not Bono he's rubbish uh, he is not Bono, he's rubbish. <laughs> oh, no, it's pretty sure. That's what it's we found rubbish. out. My uh, surname was uh, given to us because uh, my ancestors sorted fish. Oh. And my surname sorter. Oh. Not very not very exciting, but... <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a lot more exciting than my name. I'm just Son of Jack. Oh, right. Jack. But, but, but going on to it, son like... I is rubbish. I used to... <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to school with a guy called Nick Mohammed Faris Fativ, and he his name was only uh, Faris. Uh, no, Nick Mohammed, because that means son of. So Nick, the son of Faris Fativ. But he said oh. his grand his granddad's name was just Nick Mohammed Mohammed Fativ. So like over the over the generations, they just added like little bits. So it's like it, yeah. Nick Mohammed Faris Fativ. So he's like the son of Faris Fatim. It's just fucking weird. But <laughs> just going back onto uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, he would hate what we're doing right now because he doesn't like false news or and anything alternative. Because it, even though he he promotes that kind of humor, that, yeah, that humor, I, which is I, it's annoying. I enjoy what we're doing because we are making light of yeah. He's worried about false news, right? So, for anybody who's listening on the podcast, don't worry. Dean's oh, just shit, having his having a <laughs> having a lasagna. <laughs> He's having it, a lasagna. It, it looked like a lasagna, but I think it might have been a a nice sandwich. It was it was a Wendy's burger. <laughs> oh <laughs> baby! Uh, so, guys, I deleted all the takeaway apps on my phone, and do you know what? <clears throat> I, by deleting those apps, I don't want. A takeaway it's the same as deleting social media that is crazy right yeah, yeah. um i didn't <laughs> I, I collected all of them uh, but yeah i sent jj all my login details and I... yeah and i got i got them all right. they don't deliver from south end deleting those apps actually works i deleted facebook i don't have facebook on my phone i never go on facebook i deleted deliveroo uber eats just eat pepper john's and I have, like, normally I'm like, oh, what can I order? What can I order? 
any time of the day, I'm constantly like, going, oh, I could probably order a coffee or something right now. I have no... Didn't even no thought about it anymore. All day. Didn't yeah. enter my brain. If I had those apps on my phone, I would have ordered a coffee. I would have ordered food now to eat right now. Now, you're going to go on Twitter. You're going to go on Twitter and Instagram and you're going to get Deliveroo, Uber Eats ads and everything. No. And then you yeah. can download it again. <laughs> no, I'm not because I don't right. have those apps on my phone either. Because of... I, have a, I have a wife that is demanding my company because I haven't seen her all day. Tell her that we need to get to the bottom <laughs> of this Jack the Ripper Well, we're crime. about to. We're about to because do you want to, do you want to, hear, my, do you want to hear my suspect? Yeah. Right. My suspect. Well, I, I did. I don't want to anymore. Now I know oh, no, you don't no, want to be around us. I need to try and convince. I need to try and convince you now, though, JJ. So he's convinced that he's Frederick Demon right now. Oh, okay, okay. Well, my one is Charles Cross. Okay, he was born in Soho in 1849 uh, to his father John Allen Lechmere and his mother Marie Louis. I'm reading the parents here. Father, John Allen Lechmere, Maria Louisa, uh, Louisa Lechmere. Following her husband's death, Marie married police constable Thomas Cross. And although Charles continued using the name Lechmere, he for some reason chose to give his name as Cross when he reported the fact that he had found the body of Marianne Nichols. Okay. Coincidence? Right, no. I'm going to go through a lot of stuff from uh, here anyway. So I spent a lot of time researching um, my suspect because I'm so adamant it's him. So Charles Cross uh, fits the suspect, uh, well, at least the suspect that the um, Whitechapel murders were um, identified as by the um, Metropolitan Police. So he had to be a local man. Had to be unremarkable, like a normal person as well, be able to sort of blend into the environment, uh, have good reason to be out at the time that the murders were committed, uh, a troubled background, and around the age of 35 and 40, because that was what the witness testimony uh, arranged or, or uh, uh, led suspects, or sorry, led the police to believe as to how old he possibly could have been. Uh, just why was it Charles Lechmere? Sorry, I've got bullet points here. I was that organised with it. He was found at the second uh, Ripper victim, Mary Ann Nichols, and as well, the coroner said that it was astonishing that a killer could have escaped performing the actions that he had at the time. So, uh, when it happened, August 31st, 1888, 3.15am, uh, Police Constable Neil passed the murder site on his regular beat, reporting nothing untoward and that the street was deserted. At both ends of Bucks Row, two policemen passed every single hour. Uh, there were also a handful of night watchmen within earshot, earshot of uh, the street, and early paper reports suggested that on the first day of the public inquest, PC John Neil had reportedly discovered the body at 3.45. Okay, so Bucks Row. Oh, I like the uh, oh that smoke effect. So yeah. sorry, yeah, for that people listening. Sorry, JJ's just done his um tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be in impression. The eye, yeah. I'm trying to recreate Victorian England. There sorry. we go. Right. Smoke. So something small about Bucks Row as well. It's a very long, narrow street and has not changed to to this day to then how it looked in 1888. Like the size of that street is exactly the same as it was back then. Uh, it was overlooked by terraces and there's no immediate escape routes. So it's a, there's an entrance in and an out. There's no way of escaping half or if you're halfway down the street, you've got to go out one way and out the other. Okay, so 
Early papers report. Uh, sorry, I read that part. The next day after it was first reported that the killings had happened, the next day, a newspaper interview with Robert Paul, who uh, had claimed that he had found the body before the police and that when he did, there was another man standing over it. Uh, to begin with, the public didn't actually know that there was any, this, this situation of where witnesses had found the body. But testament to sensational news media and what we were discussing in the uh, first episode um immediately after uh, the inquest the first uh, the first day the then this interview with Robert Paul had um come out and that he had claimed there was another person sorry ben go on robert paul just sounds like a made up name right right it's two two first names but uh, i am robert paul anyway i'm robert paul <laughs> i robbed the paul no, it's fine. My headset, my headset's just running out. I'm just swapping headphones. Oh, okay, right. So then, uh, a day after the interview, this person that Robert Paul claimed he had found the body with appeared at the inquest and gave his name as Charles Allen Cross, and that he worked as a car man or a delivery man. Uh, he admitted that he was the first person to find a body. So there's my first discrepancy that leads me to be very, very sus about um, Charles Allen Cross. So he finds a body with another person. This person goes to the police. Oh, well, he's, he's brought into the inquest. However, the person that found the body in the first place didn't do anything. Just went, went like, didn't contact, didn't go to the papers, didn't say a dicky bird. Anyway, uh, um a researcher um, on Charles Cross had said, like, for someone to disappear after discovery of a body and possible murder inquiry only to then reappear on the second day of the inquest is strange, that there's no two ways about it, that it's weird, that he wouldn't go to the police himself about what he had found. If I'd found a body, I would like to be like, I, yeah, I'm definitely not involved in this. I will do absolutely anything to prove that I'm definitely not involved in this. I'm going to go and account for it, that I've just discovered a body, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But this Charles Allen Cross didn't, and he only did after his, well, the fact that his persona was in the paper with this Robert Paul. So it wouldn't have been too long until he had probably said his name and been like, yeah, his name was Charles Cross. And then his name would have been in the paper, and then he would have been brought in as a suspect. Okay. Did you, sorry, Dean, did you did you <laughs> touch? I, I, I missed a large section of that. Okay. Did you touch on the fact that he'd... His name wasn't that. Right, we're getting to it. No. All right, okay, right, okay. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. No, no, it's fine. I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's just like, I didn't didn't hear that. But I came into this as Charles Cross slash Lechmere, I did say. Okay. Anyway, when he had gone to the inquest or he had gone to the police after being technically outed as a suspect in the uh, newspapers, he gave his address as 22 Doveton Street at the inquest. Nobody by the name of Cross lived at the address. Now, historians only found that out. The police didn't go and investigate it themselves. Although censuses existed, they did not. And he was the first suspect. And also, he only went forward to the inquest after being outed in, in the paper. He still gives a false name at a false address that he doesn't live at. Two pieces We've of suspect. That, We've all done that. I've never Who, done it. Have you, what, even with a train ticket? No. 
Really? No, never done it with a train ticket. Oh, I've given to many different people's names. Oh, I bet you have. But in in respect to this though, like that's two two very very sus sort of mannerisms that. And you also don't have trains in America, do you? Uh, that's one thing I found out. You don't really have trains. Yeah. We do have a train or line democracy. that runs near to us. Or democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm okay. joking. All those okay, ballots so, were counted. So at the inquest, he's given uh, a name to an address that doesn't connect, that isn't there, that historians found out later. Police Constable Jonah George Meisen was on his beat when he encountered Cross. Co-witness Robert Paul had set off to find a policeman, but when the two had uh, had seen PC Meisen, it was Cross that spoke to him first. So after they found Nichols's body... Okay, Robert Paul and Cross have decided to leave and go and find a police officer. Well, it was Robert Paul's idea that he was going to leave. Cross joined him, tagged along immediately, to which then PC Miser, uh, Misen, sorry, was walking around on his beat, just around the corner near Bucks Row, to which Cross has approached him immediately, rushed up to him and started talking about what they had found. So... Meisen reported at the inquest that Cross had approached him and reported that there was a woman's body in Bucks Row and that another policeman wants you there. Right? Is that kind of that... that um, have you seen that American mur- the American Family murder thing on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, when, yep, the, yep. when the neighbour goes, he's not acting Shank. right. Yeah, he's something's wrong with him, right. yeah. Really- he did it. <laughs> yeah. This guy did it. Yeah. We, so- we spoke about that in the last one, didn't we? Like, yes, about we that did, guy. Yeah. It's like... So he's now now said to a police officer that at the location of where the body is, that there is another policeman waiting for him. But there There is no other police. There wasn't. There was himself and Robert Paul. So Meisen reported at the inquest that Cross had approached him and told him this. And as though merely passing on a message, he let the two men go. So without any suspicions or anything like that, PC Meisen was just like, on your, on your way, lads. I'll, I'll make my way to where this location is. Miraculously, at a stroke of absolute luck, PC John Neal was at the body when Meisen arrived. So Lechmere, or Cross, had approached Meisen and told him there's another police officer. We've just found a body. You've been, I've been told... Like you're the first copper I found. There's another. Uh, there's another policeman there. He wants to see you, and miraculously, there happens to be another policeman there. But Robert Paul has always sat there and said, "Well, no, it was just me and him that were observing the body." So, if PC Neil had not arrived, Cross would have been without a doubt the suspect. If that policeman wasn't there and Meisen arrived at the body, to which he'd have gone, "Well, where's this other policeman?" You'd have admit you you'd. You'd have aroused suspicions yeah. without shadow of a doubt, wouldn't you? You'd have been like, uh, fuck it, you get back here. Like, there's definitely something wonky about that. So in 2005, amateur sleuths, ripperologists, uh, decided hey! to... Hey, there we go. Zinc, put that on your bingo card. Um, in 2005, amateur sleuths decided to look into the history of Charles Allen Cross and discovered his real identity. There wasn't a Charles Cross living at 22 Doveton Street, but a Charles Allen Lechmere was registered there as the head of the family. So in further investigation, in 1861, census records uh, showed that there was a Charles Allen Lechmere recorded with the surname of Cross instead. This 12-year-old Charles was registered under the family of his stepdad, Thomas Cross. 
there were 120 official documents and censuses and this, that, the other, chartering the life of the man who gave his name as Charles Cross. However, 119 of these official documents have his name as Lechmere. His name was... Go on. So this is where we we were talking before, like when you you went to the toilet. We were saying that... The 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 name I, I can't remember what the word is for like uh, lineology or whatever of of these people, but it mm. is like do you, do you have any aunties or uncles that are like oh she's called Mary she's called Mary she's called Mary but she's like she's Mary she's Moo she's so and so like so it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that those are the real names. The one thing that confuses me about these names is like these uh, Eastern European names, like Lechmere and stuff like that Mm. is they've got British names. So we would, we were saying that when you come to England, they just give you a British name. Like that's one of the, like, so Ben had told me earlier on that he's not seen Titanic. There's a, there's a scene in the deleted scenes Uh of uh, all the uh, extended scenes of that where they're taking the Irish names and the guy says his name and he doesn't understand it. So he calls him like Ian, but it's like, yes, I, 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 I am. Godfather that happens in Scarface. That yeah. yeah. Well, so the difference- this is, this is the difficult part of the, the, the note noting of, of that history that yeah. becomes like, so it, you've just said that the son was called Charles, but the, the dad was called Thomas. Right. So it's yes, like, yes. You know so that, that was it his gets step- so confusing. Yeah, that was his stepdad. He was a he was a piece. He was a uh, police constable. His mother married again, and his name was Thomas Cross. He was born Lechmere, and as the census records showed on all of those one hundred and twenty documents that were able to be recovered, he always named himself Lechmere as growing up. Even the family did, even after that they had divorced, right. He then marries into, or his mother marries into this second family, the PC Constable Thomas uh, Cross. He then is registered uh, um, this address as Charles um, Allen Cross or, or whatnot as the stepdad of Thomas Cross. But yet, every, all the rest of it was Lechmere. So he's yeah. going by the name of Lechmere, but then he lies to a police officer and says that his name's Cross. Why would you do that? Why would you lie? That, that was the big thing that I, the, the thing that I read was the big thing that like this whole time in the, let's say like break it down to the incident. He said, oh, it's just cross, it's cross. And the the thing we were talking about before was about like, um, about not trying to be, you want to be in that country, but you don't want to be alienated by your peers. So you would right. say that you had a name like cross. Right, I understand what you're you know, saying. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you, you're like, oh, my name's, you know, I think there's a part in Four Lions where he talks about it. He's just like, what's your name? And he's like, something Smith or whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's because it's because because it, it, you don't want your peers to think that you're from a an ethnic background. So, you, yes, you yeah, would be yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. And you, you, you did you, like, you have it all the time. Like, I, I tattooed a, a Muslim guy and he wrote his name down, and I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, in my mind, it didn't matter but then the person who i had working on my desk at the time he was just like oh that was a a strange name for that kind of guy and i was like yeah it was but you know you don't think about it but that's understand what you're saying as you know it's it's like an integration thing right so (laughs) and as well i don't know probably sorry ben (laughs) (laughs) i i 
I admit there are a lot of reasons for him to be the killer at mm. this scene, but what what evidence is there to link him to the other murder? Well, I, I, don't worry, mate. I'm, I've got it all here. I have got it all here. I can promise you that. Ah, there you go. Turn that frown upside down. Right, other okay. murder. So, interesting thing about Lechmere is the route he takes to work, all right? Lechmere's walk to work had him... Killers. Sorry? Pass all the other killings. Are <laughs> hey, you just taking the piss? <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. this is a war. This is the, Oh, it's a war. All right, so, right, okay. We've got Lechmere's to JJ, walk to who work. Had no real, real suspect. We need to get him to on our side, on uh, either one of our sides. I think he did. I think he did. <laughs> did he, though? Did he? He, went, he took the plot of From Hell <laughs> and then tried That is about Tommy Cooper impression, by the way. <laughs> Spoon, Charles, Charles, You're supposed to drop dead. Right. He took the plot of From Hell and tried to make it look like evidence. And but then he... when I did my one, he went, yeah, that sounds like my killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true though. I agree with I agree with that. Like I think you stole my idea. That's... No, I feel like <laughs> I, I did some research and you went, Yeah, that sounds like my research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do the same when Dean does this, so it's fine. Right, gotta get him out. Gotta I've get it out. Gotta get out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's walk to work, add him step foot. Uh, yards away from Robert Paul's home. The two shared the same route to which both claimed they saw nobody that morning. If they were truly seconds apart, as their times suggest, they should have met each other uh, well before Bucks Row. Okay, Lechmere left his home at 22 Dubton Street at 3.30am. After finding her body of... Uh, after finding the body of Nichols, he claimed he was immediately joined by Paul. 16 minutes after he had left his home, Lechmere claims he had discovered the body. However, today the streets are exactly the same and it takes a mere seven minutes walk from 22 Dufton Street to the site of Mary Nichols' murder. Right. 3.37 is when Lechmere should have arrived at the murder site. Robert Paul claimed he walked into Bucks Row at the end of the street at 3.45. Lechmere claims he was never alone with the body. However, there is a gap now of eight minutes between Lechmere arriving in the time it realistically takes to walk and Robert Paul turning into Bucks Row at 3.45, taking at least another minute to arrive to the location of the body. There's a nine-minute discrepancy of the times that are completely and utterly accurate and that you can work yeah. out even today nine, nine minutes nine minutes is a good discrepancy like i yeah you br- yeah no no but but as jj's just agreed nine minutes even today it's just like no there's something wrong there right okay so there's a forensic minutes alone with children right so he's lied about his name, he's lied about the police officer, and he's lied about being alone with a victim. Oh, JJ is just... Yeah, I'm actually quite impressed at that. If you're not watching this on YouTube... Yes, that is. I've done it instantly! Right, JJ's basically made a vagina out of his shirt, and it's actually quite impressive. So if you're on YouTube, you've got a... a, a, If you're not on YouTube, you've got a reason to watch. Switch, Switch to YouTube at around two hours, too many minutes. Jesus Christ, I don't think I've ever heard you so pissed. 
when we're recording anyway right yeah you see this is it this is it dean like the consistency with me being pissed is fine but ben mills being pissed i I don't even think i can deal with it i've been with him (laughs) there he goes he's going for a piss again okay right right here we go so we're moving on to uh kind of like the body itself so jason Payne james a forensics physician assessed the post-mortem saying there was evidence of manual strangulation for a bruise on the lower part of the jaw on the right side of the face, an incision completely severing all of the tissue down to the vertebrae and a total of 12 puncture wounds to the abdomen. No organ and skin removal. The event could have lasted no longer than two minutes, uh, James claims, uh, that there wouldn't necessarily either be blood anywhere on the victim resulting in the two people seeing Cross, PC Meisen and Robert Paul, uh, to not have even raised suspicion because it was determined that Nichols was strangled before the throat was cut so that there would have been no arterial spray whatsoever if Cross Lechmere was in fact performing the murder. I don't, I, I don't know anything about biology or anything like that, but I, don't, I still don't think that even if you'd murder someone, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be the... The flow around the body, like I've get, watched. Get into that. Hold the on. First get two. All oh, right. Okay. Dexter. <laughs> I've watched the first two seasons of Dexter and blood spatter <laughs> everywhere. And I've also watched a lot of CSI Miami. And semen watched none of it everywhere. So <laughs> there weren't blood. There was semen. And... Sorry, it weren't on TV, so it's not real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. We're moving on to the scene. Okay, we're, 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 now, we're, right. we're there, we're there, we're there. Never right. mind, right? We must, <laughs> but Dean has, <laughs> Dean has got so much more evidence, uh, crime scene evidence in his thing that me and you have combined. Yeah, because Dean Dean's picked the one that fucking could be the killer. That's what I'm saying. Baby, baby. Like, I picked, baby. I picked the one that was the fucking reptilian. Yeah, yeah, like, of course mine. David Ike might as well have fucking told me mine. Like, I picked the David Icke might have been like, well, it's obviously the fucking, the, the reptilian prince. God, you picked some fucking jet setter who's just like, <laughs> as he pours a fucking exactly. bottle exactly. of whiskey jet into his setter. glass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My guy was just a fucking, he was a bit, he was a bit of a, he was a dandy. He was a dandy. You picked the dandy, I picked the... <laughs> The traveller and he picked the murderer. Can I finish? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I know. I know. I, I know. You. Here as soon Rachel, as I, can. I know. Rachel, I know. If you're listening to this podcast in the future, <laughs> don't Shut blame him. Don't say anything fucking dumb. Don't blame him. Don't blame him for him this, this okay. evening. Ben, shut All up. On. Ready? Right. right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tuesday is the, the only way I know you can get is the only way I know I can get to him is just be blunt right okay we're going to the scene <laughs> Lechmere has claimed that he did not hear Paul approaching until around 30 to 40 yards away Go are on, we ben. still on the first no one uh, I'm going for a week because you I've got you... one suspect no I mean on the first murder like I'm getting to it I'm nearly done oh, right, dude okay. like, I'm nearly done go on then go on JJ go on JJ's got his ear, uh, earphones on anyway. So, right. He must have heard Paul. Right. I'm going to start that sentence again anyway. Lechmere claimed that he didn't hear Robert Paul approaching until around 30 to 40 yards down Bucks Row. 
However, he must have heard uh, he must have heard Paul being disturbed. The wounds were less extensive, meaning he was stopped. Her skirt was pulled down to cover the abdominal wounds, whereas other victims had their skirts pulled up above their waist. Go on, Ben. No, huh? I'm agreeing with you on that. Oh, bit. right, right, right. So that makes Lech- sense. Lechmere was given no choice but to cover his attempts and bluff his way out. He had a full minute to consider his options and deal with the witness, Robert Paul, who was slowly approaching. We've got to think about the nine-minute gap that he has got, the fact that you can see all the way down Bucks Row, and at the point of Robert Paul entering the street, he's able to see this witness here. Bear in mind that that is now Whitechapel train station. It is? Underground station, yeah. I was totally oblivious to that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. Paul leans down to the body after being signaled by Lechmere. He touches the hands, cheeks, uh, checks for breath, touches the chest and the face. Paul testified that he saw no blood, even though he was close enough to test for breathing. Like you mentioned, so you were thinking about that. So that makes me think, right, and this is me leaning into the fact that your guy might be the guy who did this killing. Right, okay. Um, she might have not bled out yet. Right, so... Paul went. Paul want Robert. Paul then wanted to prop her up, uh, to which Lechmere said he won't touch her and refuses to touch her. And if they'd have moved her, it would have been obvious that her throat had been cut. But they were saying that it was too dark at the time when Robert Paul was checking the body that he didn't see any blood whatsoever. Moving, to, pushing more testament to Lechmere covering up what he was performing at that moment because he had been disturbed. Okay. Right. So Paul says that he would leave to find a policeman and instead of staying with the body, even though they aren't sure that she's dead or not, although Lechmere probably thinks knows she's dead, Lechmere follows Paul, doesn't stay with the body, to which me, that sounds rather suspect, that you wouldn't just sit around and wait for a, like someone to come back or for something maybe this woman isn't actually dead. So... Lechmere follows Paul. Two minutes later, they bump into PC Neil. Uh, sorry, two minutes later, PC Neil finds the body. That is the miraculous police officer that happened to turn up after yeah. Lechmere had told PC Meisen that there was another police officer waiting. He's the guy that just ha- so happened to be there at the correct time, to which if he wasn't, I still to this day believe that he would have been the prime suspect and if not found guilty uh, of it. Right. So PC Neil finds the body and notices pool of blood, a pool of blood around the neck, but Paul didn't see blood, so those cuts must have been immensely fresh. Robert Paul reported not seeing any cuts whatsoever, but the fact that PC Neil two minutes later discovers the body and notices a pool of blood, that must mean that Lechmere, at that moment of seeing Robert Paul entering Buck's Row, was halfway through performing his slaughter, had noticed that there was a person observing him, and within the minute that he had spare, has dealt with, covered up what he has done. Robert Pauls then assessing the body, wanted to prop her up. If he props her up, her neck opens up, blood goes everywhere, and then it would also start putting even more blood on Lechmere's hands. Okay, so... I need to find out. Uh, there we go. Yeah. So the blood must have been immensely fresh for when PC Neil turned up because he said there was a pool around the top of her head from where it had been flowing out of her neck because they believe that she had been strangled first and then her throat cut and stabbed to which then there would have been no arterial bleeding. There was nothing going on in the body. Then it would have just gradually and slowly leaked out. All right. So just to, just to clarify, 
this this one is probably the closest to actually seeing a prime suspect. Absolutely. Am, yeah. am I right? In, am, am I right in believing that? Like, it's the closest to seeing a prime suspect. So, the actual attack and the the murder. And, yeah. Yes. Possibly. And, and, but with the most visual evidence, apart from the guy who said "go away," uh, the other guy I can't remember his name, but this isn't the same one. No, it's no. This no. This no. one isn't not the same one. You're this, thinking, this is yeah. suspects coming up straight after the murder whereas yes, in the other yes. one was just like the guy who apparently got convinced that it was him Deutschmere, yeah. or whatever his name yeah. was yeah yeah Lechmere yeah. was performing well my my theory is Lechmere at that time was performing the murder and doing yeah. what basically looking at tearing her open and throwing everything everywhere to okay. Robert Paul sorry has just turned up down the top back end of Bucks Row which is the direction Lechmere would have been going in anyway because it's the same it's the same street that you said yeah. you can only come in one way and leave the other like and that's to this it. day yeah. you can only come in one way or one way out yep. yeah so there were no exits and for PC Neil and Robert Paul sorry to say that there was no blood where he had just witnessed the body but within two minutes a police officer's coming round on his beat looks over and sees a massive pool of blood around it her neck happened. that's just happened yeah. that has absolutely just happened okay so can I shock you? Go on. I like wine. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. Out of the way. <laughs> Can I shock you? I, I genuinely believe that you might be right here with Lechmere. Yeah. Killing okay. this one victim of the Ripper. But what evidence is there? Well, I'm just... Uh, believe me, it's there. I've, it's there, I, is I, it? I okay, to... okay. <clears throat> All right, so uh, I'm just thinking that there's no evidence. But Robert Robert Paul sees nobody except Lechmere when he enters Bucks Row, and he could also see beyond Lechmere. So the possibility of another person killing the woman and uh, prior to Lechmere entering the road is incredibly slim. It's like almost almost impossible. But they can't obviously rule out an impossibility because nobody knows actually who Jack the Ripper was. So. Andy Griffiths, uh, who's the ex-murder squad uh, chief from the Metropolitan Police, says that these details and time, uh, time constraints immediately point to Lechmere committing the crime. In a court of law, it would be he he would have immense questions to answer. So there's a few traits about him as a character as well. He has typical serial killer traits. Um, so he fits the profile perfectly. He came from a broken home. We'll go further on that anyway. He was permanently moving home or, or was known to have several residences. Fathered 12 children. What uh, the fuck? He, he fathered 12 children and, like any serial killer or psychopath, always lived with or was always close to his mother. He listened uh, to Nirvana. Yeah. Wet the bed. <laughs> uh, mother married three times, and two months before the killing, he moved away, leaving his eldest daughter behind with his mother. And it was never understood as to why he did that. But a lot of psychologists have believed it, it could have been something traumatic happening between the two of them, and yeah. him being so bothered by it that he even left his daughter with his mother. Anyway, okay, so we're going back to Lechmere now, living. Uh, Doveton Street. So yeah, he he his home was in Doveton Street, and the route to work resulted in his journey crossing the path of every single victim of the canonical five. Okay, just a bit too much of a coincidence there. Literally every every path that he has to take in at work 
and also in connection of a family-based thing that I will eventually get to, all walk over uh, the bodies that were all committed at the right time. Where they were classed as a trigger. That's what they would they would there call you go. it. Yes, yes. So a psychological okay. trigger. The two shortest routes uh, took forty minutes to walk uh, to his workplace. Uh, Monday to Saturday, Charles would start work at around 4 or 5 a.m. Martha Tabram was killed directly on one of his routes. She was killed between 2.30 and 3.30 a.m. at a time which Le- Lechmere would have been passing. It was a frenzy attack as well. She, they they believed that was possibly the first Ripper victim because of the fact that it was such a frenzy, almost like an excited uh, murder, as what they would call it. Um Marianne Nichols was obviously the second vic- uh, uh, the um, second victim, and she was Lechmere's discovery. Annie Chapman was a grotesque murder in the backside of a house that is on Lechmere's walk to work, and the coroner determined that the murder must have been committed at around 3.30 or 4.30 a.m. Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes outside, were outside of his comfort zone, and they were known as the double event. Now, that's where a lot of ripperologists and and even just like criminologists in universities and stuff would push Charles Cross Lechmere away as a suspect because he the, the victims were not on they thought was not on a particular route or an area that he was aware of because serial killers they usually commit their crimes in and around areas that they are frequent with and they are aware of which is comfortable right, with essentially yeah, they yes they absolutely. know where they're going when they when they've done the dastardly deed. Exactly, exactly. So, but a okay. lot of serial killers also step outside their comfort zone where they get comfort. Comfortable. So did Charles Lechmere. And they're like, whoa, you know, I'm a bit so, so did Mr. Cross, Mr. Lechmere. Okay, so the double event, he knew the areas very, very well. Okay, Elizabeth Stride was killed on a Saturday night, which was his only day off, and he was in the area, allegedly at the time, visiting his mother and daughter, or could possibly have been, because they lived incredibly close to where her body was discovered. Uh, if he did, his route home would have taken him past the murder site, once again, not finishing his work, because this was a um, the murder that JJ, you were thinking about, of the Dershowitz guy. Yeah. Who the the body was found in the dark uh, cradle? Uh, sorry, the uh, parking area where he was taking his yeah throat cut, and it was again the it was one of the, the vi- book, he did have to go inside, didn't he? That's it, a Welshman. Right. The Welshman. <laughs> but Welshman. people believe that that was um, him on a weekend just trying to do what he wanted to do, but he was again disturbed, and the and the uh, the. Um, the victim's wounds were very similar to the first victim that he was found with, Mary Nichols, where he was also disturbed with. So, because he's been disturbed, you can probably think that of a serial killer, you're going to be pretty pissed off. Uh, you haven't done what you so you built up with frustration. You haven't released all of your frustration. So he's left the scene and walked a route that he knew for 20 years uh, because of his workplace. He had worked there for so long, and that took him through Mitre Square where Catherine Eddowes was mutilated and where everything was absolutely thrown everywhere. There you go, the Masonic signs that JJ's uh, demonstrating. Um, that's where he's had uh, a lot of his times. And there are also people, not particularly that I've done with my research, but I have heard of it, that people have actually walked the route that he would have taken and within the time uh, window, again, totally would have been plausible for him to have committed the murders. So Mary Kelly... 
we get into her because this is the interesting one as well because again kind of feels like it's out of the comfort zone with the double event it was on the route to work and it was at his mother's old house but sorry ben go on your <laughs> i'm gonna say that the mary kelly one doesn't really fit with any of the suspects except for right. one but she escaped she went to Ireland. She went to Ireland. She went to Ireland with Prince Albert. Okay, so Mary Kelly was attacked between 3 or 4 a.m., which when all the murders have particularly happened and when Lechmere is on his one of two routes to work each time. Okay, so she was killed in a lodging house again, kind of outside of his comfort zone or at least outside of his walk to work but what historians have also found is that the lodging area to which she stayed was in the middle of a housing estate where Lechmere grew up now so that's oh! not that's not a com that's not outside of a comfort zone to which a lot of people have pushed Charles Cross and Charles Lechmere away because of these, the double event and Mary Kelly's killing, they're all just like, no, nah, they're, they're like not on particularly his route to work. But they ended up doing some research through census things and this, that, and the other. And they actually found that the lodging she was staying was situated in the area where he grew up. So he knew the area incredibly well. Um, there wasn't really obviously too many details of how he could possibly committed the murder breaking in. But what one historian had recently found out in the um, in funnily enough, I think maybe possibly in the last decade, uh, a historian expert on Pickford's, which is um, I think they're like a, a one of the longest serving companies in London. It, like, I could be completely yeah, wrong, Pick, but Pickford are uh, yeah, they were Pickford are, are a salvage, but they deal in antiques and they were in delivery uh, services. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, as well. It, now, they, 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 they are the. From what I know from Pickford's, because this uh, links with Francis Tupplety, mm -hmm. if that's what he was called. I'm, I'm so drunk I can't even remember. Tumblety, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they go into houses and take out the things, and then they sell all the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they, they, they also do find like uh, family trees and stuff like that. So that's could, yeah, yeah, could well, be. I, I, I was quite surprised that there was like a historian for this company, but what he had discovered yeah. is back then they had only known that Lechmere was because he was a very, very out, like seen and gone suspect. It was only like only until like a hundred years later that people were genuinely like, uh, this guy that lied about his name and actually has a different name and da 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 and actually links up quite well could be uh, quite of interest. So yeah. What he had found out is at the time when Lechmere was employed for the two decades uh, at, uh, I can't remember what the name of the company was, uh, not they weren't Pickfords, but he was back <laughs> then, they were called something else, Like, but they eventually renamed to Pickfords. He was, he was in fact a meat deliverer. So he would have been, it would be normal for him to have been absolutely smothered in blood at any time when he was seen. So And also, and also, been like the leather apron which was originally caused uh, originally was thought of to be like oh the guy with a leather apron cut bruise blah That's blah it. blah you know and yeah a lot of people have sat there and been able to say well if someone was to go into mary kelly's lodge and commit what they did 
well, what happened to Mary Kelly? Of like he was seasoned, season, seasoned in cutting up, cutting Maybe. up shit. Yeah, and he would have been like AC Slater, like what we were talking before. <laughs> the cu- sticks now. Cutting up the dance floor, <laughs> but in those sticks. That kind exactly. of brings brings to a conclusion as to how much I am pointing the finger at Lechmere. He sounds like either Jack the Ripper or the unluckiest man alive for all of these things that can point towards him being absolutely responsible or at least responsible for one of the killings. Like, to use he the is same Mike. Alan Parch's quote again, can I shock you? <laughs> I think I think this guy might be the guy. <laughs> I do think like there's your 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 because my research leads it to being well he was in the right place at the right time. Your guy leads himself again. He was doing the murders at that time. Yeah, because <laughs> like, there's time constraints and there's like yeah. whereas back my then, guy's would... like well he was a murderer and he was around he was in Whitechapel. Yeah, and, and they're more interested to... with trying to throw yeah. Jews and Polish immigrants as the top suspects. Yeah, so both of us guys don't really lend themselves to being those typical... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you say your guy is not. Like, my guy is like... I, uh, your guy definitely wasn't the guy. I'm not talking about Alba. I'm talking about fucking Tupple T. Tupple T So... Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dean just Ross. like I need to go now, man. <laughs> Ross, on the other hand, yeah, okay, but I genuinely think that Mary Keller, Mary Kelly's murderer, was a different guy altogether because it was so different to everything else. I because it was, it was so her, bad. I think it was Joseph Barnett, her boyfriend. Barnett was the one. Just get, just going back onto Dean's one though, like the. The fact, like the big fact, and I, I understand it because in my mind, it's all about like the immigration thing. That was a huge mm. thing at the time. He he said to the first police officer, this is my name, Cross. Yeah, yeah. And then he said in his interview afterwards that it wasn't Cross. He said it was, uh, like, I don't even think it was, he, I don't even think he said it was, it was his it actual was name. Well, he didn't tell the first police officer he saw his name. It was only after Robert Paul had been in the paper that he had to sit there and then go to the inquest to which he yeah. called himself Cross. But exactly, which is Lechmere. yeah, which is which in in my mind is a and a uh, oh god, I'm fucking which, wasted. He had to do it under oath. <laughs> he had to do it under oath back then as well, and to swear yeah. on the Bible. Like but if 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 you are God. if you are an yeah, but that's the thing. If you are an immigrant and you don't believe in the God that the English Church or the Catholic Church is giving to you, you you would form. just you would just be like, yeah, I am I am this. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. one thing in my mind, like consciously, if someone says to me, you 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 have to swear on this. It doesn't matter what fucking god you are. Like you, you're godless if you fucking you rip, if you're ripping out people's fucking uteruses. Yeah. You're godless. Like yeah. it does. You're not gonna be like, oh, I swear on fucking like Allah or like Buddha, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, or you're Jesus. not. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Can yeah Jesus. But if if you're if you're doing those fucking things, you're not gonna swear on any god. 
And this this is the thing that in my mind changes my opinion of that because if if you can do those brutal things, you wouldn't it, you're not bothered about where you come from or anything like that. It'll so he's more he name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's more bothered about his social status within because he's thinking it's something that he can just say, Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, that's me, and then he can carry on his life. Yeah. But yeah. Not in a not in a way that he's done it, just in a way that like I don't want any attention bringing to me because I'm an I'm an immigrant and I don't want any I don't want people thinking that I'm a fucking murderer the rest yeah. of my life. You know that that's how I see it. Like yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. You know, like seeing it from a, it, a point of view of that. The, bit that. the bit that got me for it though was when they actually timed the journeys that he would have to take. Yeah. Like, and the fact that they've actually got like, well, it's taken us seven minutes to get here from his home at Doveton People Street. People walk faster nowadays. People yeah. walk faster. And one thing that they also pointed out that he claimed that he only saw Robert Paul 30 to 40 yards away from him. Whereas Bad they life. were saying that back then, People would wear, wear like heavy, heavy boots, and they. Oh, we were saying this. We were saying this yeah. last episode. You would hear them from ages away. To which Lechmere was like, uh, "No, I didn't hear him." Whereas he clearly fucking did. He yeah. clearly we were, did. And he we were saying we were up. saying on the last episode, right? How they made it a thing where the police wore steel boots, so people would know that they were there. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to like look. You've got to look at it how it is now. Like people wouldn't, people wouldn't do that. Like There's no noise pollution, You've you've got to look at it like a, a human a human level. Mm. I I maybe this is a good time to wrap up on it. Like I personally, well, not just because I'm like, oh yes, I believe this, but <laughs> you've got to look at it at a time where like humans, we think we're intelligent, but we're not intelligent enough to like understand the the meanings and beings of everything. Like we talked when I said about the, the boots trapping and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that guy is just like, he's walking down his street and he's just in his mind. He's just thinking, Oh my God, everyone's going to think it's me because I'm uh, an immigrant or, or my friend's an immigrant or yeah. You know, I just want to go to work and make my fucking, make sure my family is sound. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's that's the thing I I find with all these all of these murderers, and we've said from the from the get go, not 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 these murderers, not Prince <laughs> Albert, the guy who actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a running man. It's but yeah, to me, it's problem is it's society's problem. Yeah, exactly. But but that is it. Like it's it every time something happens, you kind of like. Oh yeah, but I don't want I don't want people to think that I said that. You know, it's just like this podcast. We're just like, yeah, well, you know, for instance, if we came out with something and like, uh, and they were like, oh, that podcast said something, all of us collectively would be like, nah, no, we didn't say that, but we, you know, we said it in this uh, sense <laughs> sincerity. Like, it's not, it isn't nasty. It's just a thing that it, it's it's true, and I think yeah. that that's what it seems like with that guy it just seems like he was there he was in the wrong place wrong place wrong time every wrong time, time yeah it felt like you, yeah you think that Ch charles cross was in the wrong place wrong time i think so yeah i don't See, if if i walked down the street and i saw a fucking dead prostitute who had a head hanging off <laughs> I'd, I'd just be like 
do I am I the person who fucking tells everyone about it? Or did I do this? Yeah, I think I did it. <laughs> exactly. I I don't like. I love I love all of the concepts of Jack the Ripper, but I genuinely don't think anyone will ever know about it. Yeah, because it's it, it is all like there was five people, so that immediately like in triang triangulation that immediately means that it was like five times three people. So there's fifteen people who are then going to tell another fucking 15 people. It's literally going to be, it's never, yeah, yeah. never going to end. It will never end, but I, 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 the coincidences are too much. I'm on I Lechmere. Know, I know that we've said this time and time again, but in reality, it's probably, probability-wise, it's probably more five different killings or maybe three different killers. Yeah, yeah, I under, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's e it's either a coincidental string of murders around that time, or it was the media well, just playing nine, up a bunch of them. Nine, isn't there? There's nine um, Whitechapel murders. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Linked together. But if Probably I could go four killers, maybe. I, I, it, it, but if I could go, I do believe if Lechmere was trialed in this day and age, he would be like the smoking gun, without a doubt. Like yeah, without a doubt. Right. I'd agree. I'd agree. I've, I've, I've got okay, to depart. I'm deeming maybe did some of them cross, probably did some of them. All of JJ's picks did none of them. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> mine, mine were the most legit. Like, I had no fucking, I had no Those evidence. The most famous. I'm going to put that I have, there. I, the I have no famous. evidence. I have no evidence. And I have no. I genuinely think we might have got at least one of the killers right in this. In I this think so. Series, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. De oh, Demon one and of the killers and of cross. one of the murders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll agree with that. You know, you know when they do like UFC like underdogs and stuff. We should definitely get that on the next episode. Like people should people should vote. Who's <laughs> good? I'm not doing another, I'm not I, another <laughs> episode that has any link. To more than one or two killers, because <laughs> this is the, to me too much research, too much ambiguity at the end of the series, and I genuinely think that we may have let our fans down. We could definitely do a thirty-minute episode on Jack on um, the Yorkshire Ripper, and <laughs> I will win. I will win because it was my dad. Yeah, because it was my father. I have to go. I Thank ha you oh, so much I have for to go. tuning in to <laughs> part two of Jack the Ripper, episode 12. Thank part you three coming out. next week. <laughs> <laughs> and on part three, we're going to decide how JJ's dad had something to do with the whole thing. <laughs> part three, I'm going to America. I'm going to get Dean wasted. <laughs> Please. Another three-hour episode. And... Thank you, Dean. I know that you've had a long day at work, but unfortunately, we don't have work at the moment. I know you don't. Lucky, we're in so lockdown. I have work today, and I made but... a music video for Enya, and I did nothing, Dean. And also, you have a new president. Yeah, he is no, a child, a child sniffer. Child sniffer. I have. He's a child. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Make oh my sure God. you sign up for Patreon. Please. Make sure you're on the Discord. And thank you so much for listening. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. He didn't. Love you all. Bye-bye. What happens? When it comes to it, in the
you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.